Part 3 An Urgent Summons Oh, welcome everyone to Diefall Alderheart episode 11. We are looking at the names of the emotes in chat right now because I thought that the teen How Do You Do Fellow Kids was a very long name for an emote and then uh, simply had to come in with the, the Skyhook Nightmare Fuel one. It's a very <laughs> long emote name. Uh, but yeah, so hi, welcome everyone, welcome. And uh, turns out I forgot to turn the music on, so we're going to just do that right meow. Um, <clears throat> so welcome to the show. This is where we play uh, a game of Dungeons and Dragons, but everyone's a furry animal or a feathered animal. It's, it's pretty awesome. Um, so how have you guys, how have you guys been? Uh, Malaveth, I, I, I brought these up for a particular reason. If you guys missed out on the, <clears throat> the sticker club, I got a bunch of really cool stickers specifically. Obviously my favorite one, which was the newish one with the- Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. so brave and Super she's got a knife. Cool. She's not. got a knife! A knife! She's got a knife! Got but a yeah, Malavest sent out really cool stickers of her art, and now they have them on my desk, and I need to decide what I'm going to do with them. I thought I knew what I was gonna, where I was gonna put them, but I don't know yet. I'm gonna have to figure it out. That's but, the yeah. thing with stickers. Usually, yeah, if I can't figure it out, sometimes, you know that little blue walls, tacky stuff mm -hmm. that you use for yeah. posters uh, up? I'll put that on the back of a sticker, like not take the back off. Oh, and that's put that, like, on the wall I've never thought about that. Yeah, because I, I can't commit. I've got, like, a yeah, because I get a, I get afraid there. I'm not gonna like, like I don't want to waste the sticker if it's really, really cool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like it's permanent at some point, right? Yeah, it's just, just like, like how man. am I gonna peel this off the wall? <laughs> hmm. Why are you putting stickers on walls? <laughs> I don't know. You know, place to put them. Agent of chaos. <laughs> so the wall just comes with it when you take it off. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't always come all the oh, way oh, off. Landlord, I'll need still, that wall. Still, still fine. But yeah, yeah. I am. I am um, less concerned about putting stickers on on walls as much as I'm putting them on laptops. I'm like, oh yeah. Why? I never understood why? that craze at all. I I, I have a it. MacBook with like ten stickers on it that will never see the light of day again. Unfortunately. <laughs> mm hmm. Some of the technology have, just changes so much. Like I've you know. got all my stickers on my easel. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's that would make sense. I yeah. think you got a donut on there, but I do. From I, do. I, got, I got a little donut. I, I, I got some of Mally's up there too. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Friends supporting friends. It's adorable oh. out here. Look at this. Look at this. This is great. This is great. Um awesome. so so uh, Leslie, um, I did want to ask you, yeah. how are you enjoying Ori and the Will of the Wisps or Ori 2. It's so mm -hmm. good. It's so good. It is a grand improvement uh, from the original game without breaking from the concept. Um, the art style is extremely cool. I highly encourage that if you do play it um, and get to like certain boss fights and stuff, you go back and watch the VOD and watch how the entire environment changes as you play and reacts to everything that's happening as you play which is wild the entire the entire space animates for everything that happens which is really cool oh i have yeah. not noticed that yet yeah oh, yeah that's crazy yeah okay. if you if you get to if you get to have you gotten to a particular beetle boss fight a large beetle yet no small okay. beetles only <laughs> small well, beetles only big beetle just Big beetle. Keep, keep in mind to go back and watch okay. the environment as yeah. you play that because it's so cool. Like I've only so had cool. the, the first interaction with the wolf. Yeah, that one too I, has some, but still. I did the um, 
I was mostly panicking during that fight. Me too. But I, that I got was, a little mad. <laughs> yeah, I was a little panicky. Um, <clears throat> and then I got to like I got through some of the beginning bow puzzles, and then that's when I about when I yeah. ended the stream because I I I beat I beat Doom in the beginning of that stream, and then started Ori at the second half of that stream. Uh, and I was like, uh, so yeah, I didn't yeah. have a whole set section of stream time on it yet. Yeah, no, I love so, it though because it's definitely a, like a good branch from the original without being too different. Like, I like how yeah. they've kind of hollow knighted it a little bit too, like with some of the skill sets and stuff. Yeah, I don't so. remember being so attack focused in the old one. Mm -hmm. Is that, am I remembering that correctly? Well, there's gonna be played, some but... abilities that you can get that aren't as attack. Yeah. Okay. It's survival and like movement boost if you want to go sure. that route. I remember, so. I remember the movement skills. Yeah. Right from the first one, and then in the in this one, they're like, "By the way, here's your attack button, and you just like kind of have this forever." Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't remember so, that being a thing. But it's it's, very, it's cool. very customizable this time around. Yeah, super yeah. cool. I also, fun. I also have had a. I'm just gonna toot my own horn and say I've had a really good day today, and I appreciate you guys coming late for me. Thank you so much. I appreciate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, we yeah. will. We do these things for our friends. Isn't it's that right? It's my chat? fault, chat. <laughs> Isn't that right? It's it. <laughs> How? But it dare. was definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. So yeah, we we appreciate you guys being patient with us and uh, allowing us to start an hour late. We will go over that subsequent hour. We'll still have the full show time, so don't worry about that. <laughs> There's definitely some things to resolve in this episode from what happened last time. But uh, yeah, yeah. So let's finish going around. Rob, how have you been, bud? Uh, I hear you. Are you work from home now? Because I'm uh, work from home, boy. Is a thing. Yeah, yeah, here I am. Yeah. So, uh, chat, stay safe out there. Um, yeah. Don't wash get your damn hands. Yeah. Wash those. Yeah. You should be washing them anyways, but like. Well, I mean, yeah. Also do it now. Should yeah. have always been doing it. What was wrong yeah. with you? But like, actually, when there's no one in the bathroom and you're at work, do actually wash your hands instead yeah. of pretending like you do, and then. Cause you know, leaving. you know who's watching Santa Claus. That's it's true. Year round, even yeah. I hear. Not even just yeah. around Christmas. It's, it's crazy. Watching. It's kind of creepy, but a little, a little crazy. Good. Yeah. How have you been otherwise, bud? That was good. Uh, my um, for Valentine's Day, I bought uh my girlfriend who is in the UK tickets to come over and hang out for a week so she's she's just chilling she's over there somewhere on the other side of the house doing things Hello, um, I waved hey, will do um <laughs> she she might be able to go home as planned <laughs> it's up in the air right now mainland europe is banned uk she is might just live with now. you now she so... might just live with me for now who knows it's a whole thing so yeah, man. yeah, yeah. you know just, Reiterate. Just take, stay safe out yeah, there, stay chat. Safe. Uh, <laughs> stay safe. Take it easy, and uh, if you're sick, don't go to work. Yeah, That's... yeah. Just don't, uh, don't, 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 don't risk spreading the the diesel. Paint on your easel. Or stickers. Where stickers have been or placed stickers. as well. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. May, how have you been? I've been good. Yeah. I've How's also been on the the Ori train. Nice. Yes. Oh, that's right. You did like 17 hours straight or something like that. Yeah, as you do. So you're pretty, pretty far into it at this point. I've been fairly thorough, so I'm only about 53% done. That's pretty thorough for seven, because it's kind of a shortish game, isn't it? At least the first one was. I don't uh, know anything. I mean, uh... There's a lot more to do, but this, 
story can still be short. Okay, so a lot more side content stuff. A lot necessarily. more. Yeah, I did note there was like, there were side quests that didn't actually happen in the first one. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, sure, I'll help you do a thing. And, I, you know, fetch I, quest Ori now, so. I think it has the most adorable fetch quest ever. If yeah. the game was to have a fetch quest, this is the most wholesome, adorable thing I've ever encountered. <laughs> good. good. All right. So even after 17 hours, still a good game. Oh, I love it. Like Perfect. All first, right. The first one it. was still like, was has been in like my top five all time. Mm -hmm. So it was a high bar to, to hit, but it's like well and over. It's awesome. Very like, cool. I love the changes to it while it's still feeling that, you know, Ori feel. I think my, my last question for this, and because I already know Rob's answer, but I figured I'd ask the group as a whole, um, who's playing the new Animal Crossing? Yes, one, two, three. Oh, oh, is that right, Rob? Oh. No. Oh, so I'm wrong now, Rob. I've, Thanks. I've, I've Thanks. never, I've never once played Animal Crossing in my life. I've never once played <laughs> Animal Crossing <laughs> in my life. <laughs> This will be my not, first, though. Not once. <laughs> Figured. All right, good. I wasn't horribly wrong, but yeah, good. I've never played um, any of them before. I I haven't either, and I don't actually plan on playing this one. I, uh, How I dare you I'm have boring. a I'm differing boring. opinion on I know. than I I'm, do. I'm buying Doom that day. I've actually yeah. already got it. I just I heard, I, uh, I heard Die Falls uh, hiring a new DM. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I someone take over my channel. saw the greatest idea ever on Twitter. Um, I believe uh, Ross Rubber Ninja is going to hook up a uh, a controller, uh, a Switch Pro controller, to his computer, and you can program it to play like it. The Switch receives an input, and the computer receives an input. And he's gonna he's do dual both boxing? games at the same. He's gonna dual box. Oh my god! Animal Crossing and Doom. Wow! Oh Amazing. no! <laughs> I love it. That's bold. I'm, I'm I like living this. for it. That's really bold. I like that. Wow! Very cool. I yeah. Okay, I'll watch that. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I'm um, so ready. Listen to Rip and Tear while playing Animal Crossing. Yes, <laughs> yes. That is. That's my aesthetic. To be fair, when I was playing Doom, that soundtrack is wild. Oh, it is. So it is good. so good. <laughs> I did not so expect good. to love Doom as much as I did. It was so oh, That game was very enjoyable. Very oh, enjoyable yeah. game. So I'm very stoked for, for Friday. It's going to be good. Hopefully I can beat Ori by that time, but we'll find out. Um, Okay. Uh, any, anything else? Or do you guys want to play some Dungeons & Dragons and see whether or not General Benesaradin is uh, punished for her crimes? She didn't do anything yeah. wrong. Fine. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. Hashtag of free not. Benna. Free hashtag free Benna. Also, hashtag roll me some D20s. Let's do some recaps. Oh, sister. I just realized that this is a thing that we do. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Eli 14. Pez 11. Dagonet a 2. I'm lucky with a 10. That's a four. So Dagonet, wait, yeah, Dagonet gets the, the lovely pleasure of recapping us on on last session. So you know, I'm a a, a little bit uh, 
order, so my memory is a little uh, hazy. But, uh, you know, we were hanging out the the Bendist fortress, trying to you know figure out uh, you know how to help these uh, these people and uh, what uh, Saradin wanted to uh, to really do, and if uh, if we could stop her from attacking Alderheart, and uh, you know well. We were going about our, our business, and uh, Pez was, you know, entertaining the the crowd, and uh, Lucky, you know, talking to to the guards and, and stuff like that, you know, to, to kind of see if they would be on uh, our side of of, uh, of things. And uh, I, I saw uh, the general kind of uh, looking at us, so uh, you know, I uh, approached her, and uh, she asked to see uh, Eli. And uh, you know, it, it, it turns out she had a, a change of, of heart, and uh, we managed to, uh, you know, come to devise a, a diplomatic uh, a plan. And uh, un- unfortunately, she she wanted to go, you know, leave the camp a little uh, quietly. Uh, that didn't uh, happen. Uh, Lucky kind of uh, told everyone, but uh, you know they. They were happy for it. Uh, they they thought that that was very um, noble and and brave of her to to do. So we uh, you know traveled back to Aldahat with the with the general and uh, you know a much quicker uh, journey this time. Uh, you know a, a much more knowledgeable people leading uh, the way. And uh, so we, we get back to to Aldahat and it is uh, the refugee uh, problem is uh, much worse. A uh, lot of people uh, out out the camp and food uh, looking a, a little scarce, so uh, we uh, headed to uh, the council and uh, well, Sardin uh, announced uh, herself. So now we get to see what uh, becomes of that. Yeah, we get to see how the council is going to react to the general announcing themselves in front of their chambers. Um, yeah. That was a very good summary. Thank you very much, Dagonet. Uh, after a, a a very intimate conversation uh, between one Eli and General Benesaridan, she agreed to a a parlay. She is uh, <clears throat> she thinks the path that she she has uh, been on of vengeance is is probably too much, and that really her. Her one thing she wants to do is is care for the humble folk in this time of need. So yeah, yeah, that's um. So where we find ourselves, where we find ourselves at the beginning of this wonderful episode eleven of Die Fall, Alderheart, is right after Benesaridan throws back her hood in front of the council chambers of the Alderheart tree, and announces her presence, and the guards up front have lowered their weapons at her. She has announced that she is there for a, a parlay with the, uh, with the council itself. Um, is there anything that you guys want to do right off the bat since we left on kind of, a uh, an aggressive point. So they have their weapons lowered at her. Yep. Do they look like they're gonna like Caesar or anything or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are more. There seem to be more guards that have like perked up and are and are kind of on the on the way as well. Dagon will kind of put himself 
forward. Sure. And uh, now she has come uh, to speak diplomatically. Uh, she has come full willingly. Uh, no need for uh, the weapons uh, uh, that you are currently uh, pointed at us. They look at you kind of curiously. Um, I mean, this is a... Uh, they they know who you are, right? And uh, they know that you are currently one of the heroes of, of Alderheart, as you guys have been uh, come to be called. And they, one of them hesitates a little bit and looks over at the other one. Why is she here not in cuffs? Because these fires... And the greater threat to the wood affects us all, and thus we should meet as equals. I kind of look around nervously, and he turns to, to someone that's like approaching. He says, go tell Speaker Beta immediately. And he does a quick salute and heads inside, and they're kind of just holding there, waiting for some kind of other instruction from the speaker. Um, eventually, that that advice does come pretty swiftly comparatively to the last time you were left out front. Um, you are uh, allowed entry into the hall uh, with a tight guard. Uh, you are surrounded on all sides, spears uh, and blades lowered uh, around um, Benesaradin and the group as a, as a whole, uh, and you are ushered inside the council chamber. The council chamber, this is, <laughs> since you came in somewhat unannounced, um, only the speaker is in attendance at the moment. There is no one else in the room. She sits alone behind a podium with the other, I think it was like six other podiums up at the top uh, above the dais where you go for your, your audiences there. You are all kind of poked and prodded your way up onto the dais there. And <laughs> the speaker looks a little bit, um, she looks a little bit frazzled. I'll show you what she looks like, Chad. It might have been a while since you've seen it. Uh, this is speaker, speaker beta, and I'll, I'll, throw it up here for you guys to see uh she's a fine feathered plumage uh the speaker is but she seems a little frazzled you, you note that like there's dark circles under her eyes uh the tufts on her hair like seem to have drooped a little bit more um her clothes seem to be in 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 good kemp but you do note that like they're a little bit wrinkled and she's probably been either like sleeping in them or working through the nights most uh it, it's evident that she's been under quite a lot of stress with the uh uh, the refugee crisis happening in her city. Um, as you're ushered inside, the sounds of the, the city fall away behind you, uh, and you're just left in front, surrounded on all sides by these guards. And with Speaker Beta in front of you, and she goes, What is this? What is the meaning of this? Why is she here and not in irons? Can you, can you stop poking me with that, sir? I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. Can we, uh, can we, can we just talk? This is, this was the, the reason why she came here today was to talk. You told us to bring her back, uh, or, uh, you know, but we, we brought her, but she came willingly just to talk to you about, uh, the larger concern, which is the fires. Cause I mean, if, if you would, uh, General Sutton, do you want to tell him yourself about your refugees? You heard me refugees <clears throat> as well. <clears throat> yes. Uh, yes. We... We have been taking in many of the humble folk that have been 
cast away by the fires that you and the council have so thoroughly ignored the warnings of my wife came to you in, in our time of need and, and asked for help and you you shunned her and you turned her away and now I and she like unwraps her like missing eye and you see her in like all of the scars that she had shown you previously and myself and I've lost my family and my friends and so I took up arms I took up arms to save the humble folk that you refused to save and now we have our own refugees and we have our own crisis and and we need to Stop fighting each other. The bandits were united under the general here in an effort to help the lost and the displaced. Y'all are fighting for the same cause, albeit on different sides of the same coin, if you will. Now... The penalty, the penalty for her crimes is death? You know that, right? And I understand that. And I'm not excusing what has been done. However, I would wager to say that the council, if what General Saradin here is saying is true, I, uh, get, uh, to, to add on, do you mind if I... Ela, do you, do you mind? If I... Please. Okay. I was just gonna say. I mean, you 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 said it yourself that you were very empty-handed, or else, uh, or very far and few between on guards being able to help with the city and patrols and the fires and the refugees and etc. I mean, General said, and her god, not even bandits anymore. They're all just like trying to take care of these refugees and now take care of the fires that are burning. They're all trying. They they don't have enough people too. So. I mean, we all know the fires are coming. I We trust that you guys did send your god out to check the fires after we left. I hope. I should certainly hope. This is a, a very large problem. Um, so, I, previous natures aside, I, you know, it's my business, your business, her business, whatever. The big business right now is the fires, I, I feel like. Is that... You, you guys feel that way? I, I mean... I'm not really... I'm usually one who's out for myself, frankly, but... I'd rather not burn up by myself in the wilderness, if you know what I mean. I'd rather be able to fight together, you know? Uh, it, you is, it, is, uh, it is true. Uh, you know, the, the fortress isn't, you know, uh, full to the brim with armed bandits. It's full of refu refugees, just as outside of the city gates of Altahat. Like, it's... You're both in the same same situation. And if you're going to, you know keep at each other, then the rest of the wood is going to, to, to burn. And then no one will be able to have anywhere to turn to. So it is, uh, she uh, agreed to come here today, uh, you know, to put forward, you know, good faith that, you know, we can come to uh, a plan of action to help, help our community. You say that they are no longer bandits, but yes, yesterday, one of our caravans was attacked. Hmm? What do you have to say about that? Because uh, they have no food. They also do not have... Uh, there is not enough infrastructure, even though I know Azahat is suffering as well, but because there is a larger issue that larger infrastructure can't be uh, put in action. You know, they 
have starving children too, right? Then I see them as like at least 30, 40 of them in there. And frankly, that attack predates word of General Saradin's, uh, shall we say, shift in priorities. The general nods <clears throat> to each to each of you, and, and Eli last is, yes, I, I have ordered all of my coalition to stand down. The message should have gotten to them in the last few days, all throughout the wood, and your caravans will be troubled no more. Let me make it clear. The general is here to answer for her crimes. However, the answer for those crimes is to pledge and the, the nature of this alliance can be temporary, it can be permanent, whatever gets us through this disaster, because it is coming, it is here. The answer for these crimes is unity between the humble folk the bird folk, and everything in between. Man, there, there is a unique opportunity here. She she brought all these bandit troops together, and they do listen and answer to her. And and we can we can use that to help everybody. I know there's been stuff that's been not so great, but this is this is wholly new. This is totally different. And maybe we could just think of creative solutions. I mean, like, no offense to General Saturn. Sorry, I went behind your back. And I did talk to a lot of uh, gods and stuff to see how where their hearts lie with everything. And while they did enjoy the previous life of Theban, they're not too innocent like a lot of us, I'm sure. Um, they certainly have the fire on their hearts right now more than anything. Uh, oh. These yeah, are I... folks looking to survive at the end of the day. Speaker's shoulders kind of slump. She generally has a very haughty stance, and she presses some pressure just above her beak under her forehead, and you saw troubled times, and yes, I understand the fault of the council when it came to the response to the fire in the initial villages burned. She does, she gives a nod to, to Benna, on behalf of the rest of the council, I do apologize for not listening more. Which is what I'm trying to do best here, knowing that you four are... Well, you've saved us before and continue to do so, and yes, you may not have brought her here as a captive, but you did return with Benesaradin. As promised... You say they all answer to you, then? Benna? N no, I... Not all of them, uh... I do have quite a lot under my control. News that has traveled to them that we will be looking for... Alliance. With Alderheart and the Council itself will not... Sit well with all of them. We will have some trouble, and bandits will still exist. My hope is that 
Well, the fires are spreading, and as you can see, and as I saw on the way up, the humble folk are the most punished. I only want to save as many as I can. Speaker pauses and is down, kind of resuming her haughty stance, seemingly bringing herself back to, to bear. Well, I can't speak for the entire council. Though they to call me the speaker, I have to talk to the rest of them. Benesaradin will be placed under lock and key in the dungeon. She will be kept there until I have had the chance to discuss with the rest of the council, and then she will be brought to trial. And tr if you four are speaking for her, come prepared. Because she's the only other one that looks that she's going to be defending herself. Put her in irons. Take her away. And Benna nods. Probably one of the better outcomes she could have hoped for here. The guards come up and put her in some cuffs and begin taking her away. As they do so, she looks over her shoulder at you as she's led deeper through the council chamber into whatever holding cell that they will have her. She gives a weak smile. The rest of the guards, after she's left the room, put their weapons away or bring their spears back up and step backwards from the dais. Speaker Bita shakes her head and says, This was not what I asked you to do. Wouldn't it have been easier if you had just killed the woman and it would have been over with? I think that the problem is, uh, as we've seen within all the hot's walls, it's not, you guys aren't horrible people, but unfortunately, after all the times of being so uh, disconnected, it might not be the same opinion of most people in the fort. And I don't know if they, you, you, I, they saw what I saw. There's a large group of them in there that aren't bandits at all. They're people who also got felt, turned away from Aldehot whenever the fires were coming. So I don't know if it would necessarily be in the best color of Aldehot to necessarily have done away with General Saradin or just talking to it. So. And frankly, that attitude that it would be easier to kill her. That's what drove these people away from Alderheart. If I may be so blunt, speaker. Yes, that is rather blunt, Eli. Again, your station as heroes has, I think, allowed you quite a lot of leeway. We'll have a trial tomorrow. If you plan on defending Benna, then... Be here, midday, sun highest. The rest of the council will be in attendance, and her fate will be decided. You are dismissed. I have tragedy after tragedy to take care of. Thank you. You are dismissed from the council chamber. Wanna go get some snacks? Mike is being weird, sorry. Um, yeah, so you guys are led out of the chamber and 
As the doors are closed behind you and the guards take their posts by the door, Pez asks you if you want to go get some snacks. I can't eat right now. Well, we can always uh, drop in on uh, Eliza. She she might have some snacks for you. I mean, it, it, it would be nice to see a friendly face that's not going to judge us for one action or the other. So... You guys, you want to go? You want to go to the store? You want to go see Eliza? Okay, yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> so you uh, you head to where you remember uh, Eliza's Eliza's shop, uh, and I don't really remember what floor that's on. I think it's in the Canopy Market. Yep, Eliza's Emporium is located in the Canopy Market, uh, a little ways off from the main thoroughfare, right where you remember it. And you do note that. Liza's shop seems to be up, running, and there's a couple of people in there. It's, yeah. Is their handiwork looking good? The dad's? Oh, the dad's handiwork? Yeah, so so it, you're, you're standing outside the store right now. Uh, you look up Eliza's Emporium on a big wooden sign up top, painted all bright. And uh, from what you can see from the windows, yeah, uh, it doesn't look like any of the shelves have fallen down yet. You did so good. This place looks great. Guess want to head inside and see Eliza then? All right. You head on inside. Uh, there's a couple of guests there, and Eliza seems to be helping one of them select something from one of the shelves. Um, but she turns to, to welcome you as the bell rings above the door, and she's... Oh, welcome now. Oh, this is Eliza's Emporium. And she then notes who's at the door and she runs. Over, my friends, my friends, welcome home. Welcome home. And she gives you all a big hug. And she says, come in, come in, come in. Oh, what, what's been going on? What's been happening? She goes over to behind her counter at the back and leans up against it, her face in her hands and just looking at you excitedly. It's been a lot, Eliza. Been a lot the last couple weeks. You all look so glum. What's, what's going on? There's just been some stuff going on. It's a lot to get into. Tell us some good things. What's going on with you? There's people here. Oh well, she brightens up and just. I mean, we have customers. They've been coming in pretty regular, and I've been getting all sorts of nice trinkets and things. And and there's all sorts of new stuff here. I have any interest in things from Eliza's Emporium. Looking real shiny. You have any fun hats? Fun hats. Fun hats. I've got boots, bracers, cloaks, a quiver, a couple of tokens of things, a figurine or two, mm, a robe, a staff. Oh my gosh, look at you. I don't believe I have any hats, though. You are expanding. Pretty soon you're gonna have to open up Liza's Emporium number two. Number two? Well, let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves now. Just kind of make some money here first. <laughs> so uh did you uh sell all the arrows and stuff that we uh that I left you? I thought I'd help oh, you out if you made some money after that. I, I did I didn't I did sell some of them. Um now I I've become a more of a a seller of Curios and curiosities, uh, and various other things. 
I do have some of the standard stuff. And she does know. She points over, and there's, there's like, a barrel of arrows in it. And it's, like, next to some, like, you know, standard short bows, long bows, a couple crossbows on the walls. And it's like, I do sell some weapons still, yes. But she, she like, gestures over to, like, a shelf over there. And you see, like, different figurines of different sizes. But I do like me some magical items. Uh, do you, uh, do you have any magical items that help with, like, uh, exhaustion or being tired? Or uh, anything like that? Hmm. Being tired. No. Things that'll give you power, but I'm not rightly sure that's like being awake. Hmm. Oh, I don't mind. Feeling... A little tired, you can go to your, your room at the end. Oh, no, 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 no. I just had a conversation with somebody recently who seemed like they were a little wary upon the times of what's happening. I thought it'd be nice to give them something for a pep of energy, but, you know. Well, Maybe next there time. is this new drink going around. What's this new drink? Uh, I, I think it's called, uh... Espresso? Oh, and... Wait, did the, like, an express yourself? What? I believe people do use it to express themselves rather quickly. Everyone I've seen that's come in here hopped up on the stuff just seems to talk a mile a minute. Seems like it's got some magical ideas to it. All right. Who do you know who's been selling it in that town? Well, a couple of the inns up here have it. It seems to be one of those, like, finer tastes kind of things, and you won't find it in any of the lower markets right now. Lucky puffs out his belly. I mean, <coughs> fine goods is uh, my trade. Thank you for letting me know. All right. Yeah, of course, of course. I've got plenty of fine goods here if you're looking for anything. Uh, Pez, do you see anything you would like? Or just the arrows and the barrel of arrows person? Does she have any fun, frilly stuff that's sticking out? Fun, frilly stuff? Fun, frilly thing. Um, <clears throat> Let's see. She does have uh, a feathered cloak. Uh, and it's got, like, these long brown feathers all over it, all the way down. Um, she does... I think I'd call the robe a little bit frilly, the robe that she's got. Yeah. How it's got frilly. some frill at the, at the cuffs, I think. It's probably got some lace. Does it have cuffs? Does it have long sleeves? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Oh, Eliza, I'm going to have to go yes. look at that robe real fast. I'm going to oh, go yes. touch it, if that's okay. Oh, absolutely. You can even try it on if you like. It's a magical item. I believe they call oh it a gosh. robe of useful items. A robe of you? What does that do? Well, I think if you reach inside them big old sleeves there, you can pull out yourself something real nice if you get yourself attuned to it. And it just gives you whatever you might need at that time? Uh, well, I think it actually comes with a bunch of these little things in it already, so <gasps> you probably could put some new stuff in it, but I could take a look at it and see what it's got. Do you think there's that espresso in there? Well, I don't, th I don't think it's got that in there. It's mostly about uh, adventuring stuff, I think. And I don't think Expresso has gotten to the ad adventuring part yet. It seems to be a fancy pants kind of thing. I need to try this. I'm going to go try, try the robot. 
Yeah, so you put on this, like, it's like this pale periwinkle blue robe, and you put it on, and it's got, like, lace at the neck and lace on these long sleeves. But you do know when you put it on, there's, like, there's patches stitched on on the inside of it and in the sleeves. Eliza? Yes? Does this look as good as I think this looks? I mean, it looks darn fantastic, but you make anything look good, Pez. Eliza? Yes? How money, money is it? Oh, well, dear, I, I can give you a, a friend's discount. I, I can, and I can take a pretty good chunk off of that. But it's around 325 gold pieces. Eliza, where does it say how many gold pieces I have? Hmm. <laughs> uh, it should say on the, down at the very bottom. Um if you have gold pieces. I don't think I've been keeping very good track. <laughs> okay. Okay, so um, I have that bag of gems, 10 gems worth 25 gold each. I have six left, so six times 25. What is that? Uh, so times, so it's 150. I am short. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. I already took a pretty good chunk off the top of that. No, I don't. I completely understand. Um, I'm just going to come back every so often and put it on uh if anybody's eyeing it up please just kick him out i i want it i want it so bad look I'm he's gonna, gonna dig down in his pockets all right all right all right yeah no lucky no it's okay i can raise some money it's I, fine. I, I, I just don't make me have to wear it that's the deal all right um he's i got about 23 gold and um he reaches down there. It still has uh, Frey's brooch and Frey's ruby stone ring. I don't really know what they would be worth cost-wise, but right. I, I don't... Uh, I'm not really um, good at appraising. Well, you can you can hand them here and I'll, I'll, I'll take a look for you. It may take me a little bit of time depending on, well, if there's any special properties. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't... I mean, I don't feel... It made me feel very special myself. Maybe you'll feel some special in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it on the counter. Have you ever put any of these things on? No? Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. I know you asked me very specifically at one point, yeah, and I was just like, yeah. nah. <laughs> nah, didn't do it. Nah. All good. Uh, yeah, okay. So give me a second. I got to pull up. I got to pull up her page because it's got the, the stuff in it. Um, so Eliza takes over to her, her desk, and she pulls out uh, this, this magnifying glass, and it's got, like, differing ones that go on it, so it has multiple magnifications all the way down, and it's kind of ridiculous looking, but, uh, it's pretty fun to watch her use it. Um, so you had the brooch and mm -hmm. the ring itself. Okay, yeah. yeah, so it's a bronze ring studded with rubies. Um, she takes a look at it, and the first thing she does with the ring, she goes, oh, wow, now that's a fine piece. Now, I'm no jeweler, but, now this is worth... A couple hundred gold pieces on its own. Yeah, it's a, it was a it was a tough fight, Eliza. It was a tough it was a tough fight to get that, you know. Oh, it's gonna be hard yeah. to let go, but you know. Um, well, let me take a look at this. I, I, now, again, like I said, it, it would take some time for me to to figure out whether or not there's some magical properties here, but hmm, hmm. Well, this just seems to be a a brooch. In the shape of a, a shield. Fine make. Seems to be bronze. Well made. 
I'm, as of right now, I, I can't tell you any much more than that. I'd probably give you maybe 10 gold for it. It's a pretty skilled piece. How long do you think uh, time would take? I mean, I, I don't know about these kind of things. Oh, uh, well, give me the rest, uh, give me an hour or two and I could, I could figure it out for you. Yeah, we can, uh, maybe we can go, she wanted to get some snacks, maybe we can go get some snacks and then come back after that. What do you think, uh, Bess? We gotta try some of that express, express them. Yeah, express yourself them. Yeah, let's go. Do you want some, Eliza? Uh, you know what, yeah, if you can bring me back a little cup or two, I'd be really interested <laughs> to try it out. Bring back three. Three cups, yeah, okay. That'll probably be all right. I've seen them though. They come in these really tiny little cups. So maybe three or four. We'll just put them all into a bigger cup. Last for a mug. Why don't they serve it in mugs? Honestly, this makes no sense, but I'm so intrigued. Hmm. All right. All right. Yeah, I'd yeah, be nice. Go get me one. No, all right. All right. Just, uh, just hang out of that stuff. We'll be back. You know. You uh, do anything in specific, or you want to look at anything, Eli? Been a little. And I know it's, it's been a tough day, man. I know. Uh, I, I'm, I'm all right. All right. Do you want to hang out here while we go get the espressiums? No, I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to go back to the end. Look, he's going to look right. at El Eliza. Right. What about you, Dagony? Oh, well, uh, I don't know if I uh, want to walk around uh, the market. Uh, I would uh, just slow you uh, you guys down, so I'll probably uh, head back to the, to the inn with the uh, uh, beeline. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So you're going to go, uh, you two are going to go back to the half full cup? Uh, down in the trunk market. Is that correct? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so uh, while you guys uh, head that direction, uh, Pez and Lucky, uh, are you going to look around up here for, for an inn? Yeah, anywhere close, I think. Look for some of that yeah, sure. stuff. Uh, so yeah, dude, roll me a quick investigation. Investigate this, this marketplace to see where they're serving it. Uh, a 19 from pets. Yeah, that's absolutely plenty. Uh, you go outside and you walk around the marketplace for just a little bit. You kind of know, having lived here uh, for a while in your life, that you, you kind of know where the nicer ends are. Uh, and you find the, the cock and fox. Um, it is uh, a, a nice looking inn. And as its namesake, it has uh, what looks to be like a, a rooster fighting a fox, but they're boxing uh, up on the side. So they seem to be in a, a very pugilistic stance. Um, inside, you see some, some fine feathered patrons, uh, mostly bird folk, and uh, they seem to be finely appointed. Uh, it's quieter in here, and uh, there's like a, a someone playing a lute quietly in the corner. Uh, the fire is on, and um, the the strig behind the bar uh, is, is rubbing down a cup and making some small talk to, uh, to a corvum sitting across from him. Make my way to the bar. Come on, Lucky. We're gonna we're gonna get some of this stuff. I hope it tastes better than that tea we had at one time. At one night. How could anything this magical taste that bad? Oh, I mean, you know, 
I never really ate magic before, so I don't know. As you guys walk over to the bar and maybe take a seat on some of the stools, the innkeeper turns to you and says, Oh, hello there. What can I do you for? Oh my gosh. Well, my, my friend and I here, we just heard about this espresso. Ah, uh, yes, espresso. Yes, it is, uh, it's new here in the city, and uh, we definitely have some here. We have this machine that can make it. And he points behind him, and there's like this like brass contraption, this whole thing. There's a bunch of tubes and levers on it, and there's like steam coming out of the top. That is a mighty intense machine, and it makes just a drink? Yes, and it makes the smallest little drink. It doesn't make big ones? No, but these drinks are very powerful, and so you can only have just a little bit. Otherwise, you go crazy. Whoa, you love that. Go crazy. I say you have yourself one, and then you can find out. We will. How much, uh, how much are these? Wait, wait. How much are these sunny drinks? Just five silver pieces. For a tiny drink. Ah, powerful tiny drink, like magic potion. You want to split one? Cause that's a lot. Oh, mate. We could do. Well, no, I would like one. I will, I will get one for you too. Like, I mean, it just sounds so magical. A whole, we got it, we got it. Try it. It's our first experience. All right, if I don't like it though, don't don't be offended if I don't finish it. You know. No worries. Not no no. We will take two of them. Here you go. There's the stuff. Give them the money. Yeah, you give them. It's one gold piece total. So if you just want to subtract one gold, then okay. you're you're good to go. Um, he goes, ah, yes, okay. And he turns around and he pulls a bunch of these levers and like steam goes out the top and there's like a and then like these gears start spinning and stuff. And he pulls out some of these, he like looks around kind of territorially and he pulls out this little bag from his pocket and he dumps it into a thing right next to where all the gears are and he shuts this slot and all of a sudden there's this like sound and then there's some steam that goes out again. And he's like, okay. And then he pulls a lever and there's a. Into a tiny ceramic cup. Drops. Ever so slowly. And he pulls the other lever. Puts another little cup under and he goes. And eventually you're given two cups of what we know in the real world as espresso. That is a magical process. Do you ever just do that for fun? It does make quite a lot of good noises, yeah? Uh, the customers don't like it so much, but they love the drink. Well, thank you so much. I'm very excited. Yes, yes, yes. And he, like, he puts these two tiny little, like, thimbleful cups in front of you. Does it smell good? It, it smells like how we would know espresso. It's a very strong coffee smell. You ready, Lucky? Uh, what are the are there any side effects after drinking this or anything? Any You might go insane. Oh yeah. Right. Alright. Uh, Alright. Uh couldn't be worse than what we've been through in the last couple of days, so alright. You ready? Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Uh. And down the hatch, uh do you guys finish the the whole cup? Yeah, I mean, it's just... Yeah, it's very <laughs> tiny, right? Yeah, so not knowing otherwise, you drink the whole cup. It's 
bitter. It is so bitter. It does not taste very good on its own. No. No. Do you have any milk or anything? Oh, yes, 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 yes. One moment. And he goes and he pops open a quart bottle and puts out two glasses and pours some milk in it. A sugar cube? You got a sugar cube? Goes down and opens a little box and he tongs out the tiny little sugar cube and waits for your hand. Yep, and you drop it directly into your mouth. Yep, yep. I know it's got a bitter taste. I've thought about adding sugar to the process. You can always experiment. It's it's very good where it is, but maybe maybe just you could try some other other stuff with it for fun. Hmm. I will take that into consideration. Ain't yet on that. Should we get one for Eliza? It takes a little bit of time, but just just wait, just wait. You may not want to go out on the street just yet, you know. I could watch over you here. What's gonna happen? So you sit, you drink some of your milk, and you have your sugar cube, and you wait for a little bit. Five minutes. I think this is a hoax. All of a sudden, after like five minutes, it's all of a sudden like, seems to be a little bit clearer. Your brain just, it wakes up. You feel like you haven't been on the road all day. You haven't been a cut, like, talked down to in front of the, the speaker and you feel awake. You feel good. You feel, you feel good. You feel alive. Yeah. Yeah, this is a pretty good feeling. Like he immediately looks for anything that he needs to steal. Do you want to go shopping? Uh, yeah, I don't think I want to sit here anymore. His little legs like tapping on the, <laughs> yeah. Should we, should we, should we, should we, should we, okay, well, okay, maybe the taste wasn't so good, but maybe we should just bring in Eliza, just in case, maybe, maybe she might, should we, 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 and it keeps going on and on and he finally brings him out and there's like four little cups of this in front of you here and he's uh, and the thing of sugar and he just like throws out a plate of sugar and there's just like 10 sugar cubes on it thank you you are a magical man this is a magical process it's there's a lot to do we, we have so much to do there's so much to do today I will, thank you we will be back probably yes We'll tell everybody about right. your customers. Okay. It's going to be great. Though. It's great. Tastes great. I mean, Wait. Tastes, tastes great. Oh, you're taking the cups with you. Uh, hang on. Let oh, me get you to, to go. Oh, yes. And he, like, he gets like a wooden a wooden mug instead <laughs> of like the nice ceramic and just dumps all four of them in there and then just gives that to you. He's like, uh, and I'm keeping the plate. So just put that in your bag. Okay. Whatever. Whatever you want. Oh, we need it. We yeah. Need so you put this. the sugar in your bag. And you take the, the little wooden mug full of four espresso shots and you leave the store or leave the inn. I feel like I could, uh, I feel like I could beat the ear. It's more center. My brain, I just, I feel like, uh, this is definitely magic. I never had magic before, Piss, but I mean, this is definitely very magical. I mean, I wonder if I'm, I don't have to sleep. I could stay up all night. I could take everything. Have you ever tried I, to fly, Lucky? I don't have wings, but maybe we could work on making some wings. We get some paper and some wood and some stilts, and maybe we'll mix. We can get Dagonate. Dagonate is a carpenter, and she can like right there. He can make make the woods and the wings and the paper. We can do anything. We can do anything and everything. We have so much time. 
I think Eliza's gonna love this. I think Eliza's gonna love this. It's gonna increase her store hours. She's just gonna be like immediately being able. I mean, taking an hour to praise the brooch, but now it's gonna take her like maybe 30 minutes, like half the time. It's gonna be great. I think she'll really appreciate this. What is this made out of? I, I don't know. I mean, I just, you just, know. just the beans in the pocket, the magical beans. We have to get some of those magical beans. We have to get some of those magical those beans. Magical beans? Have you seen those? Do they grow in bushes? Have you seen them? You go outside. I don't... I mean, I've been outside. I've definitely seen beans, but never just eating beans, like... Just eating the beans to be like... The beans could be... Would make me go, like, faster or something, but, uh... Maybe we can go back and get some of those beans. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll sell those beans in some... I've been walking off the machine to make them this... This resting the ums but... You try. Hey, like, if we fail being adventurers and setting up fires, we can just open up a store. Me and you, you sell the you sell the, uh, 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 performances, and I'll make the espresso, and it'll be a whole thing. I'll call it oh. Pezaki. Or oh. Lakez. One of the two. I like the first one better. Not because my part is first, but just because it, uh, it has a little bit more thing to it. The other I mean, so, like, you're putting your face to the two of us anyways. So, I mean, you go first. You you greet people, you play for them, I'll be spooky! I mean, you know, machine <laughs> stuff, and then it'll be great. This is a good idea. Is, you and I, so, we got yeah, good we ideas. We need to write this down. We have so many ideas. There's so many. We're gonna fly. We're gonna make a espresso with some sims ourselves. We got. We got. We're gonna add the sugar. That's the secret. We're gonna add the sugar and ours. Okay. Maybe maybe sugar. Maybe Are a little water too. Nearby? Uh, I think Eliza may have a bathroom. Are we fairly close to getting back to Eliza's town? Yeah, by this time, I think you guys have been, like, talking and walking very quickly about <laughs> Eliza. So you subconsciously have ended up back in front of Eliza's Emporium. And you're like, oh, we're there. We did it. Great. Just immediately busting. Eliza, we got you the thing. We got you the espresso. Uh, 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 we also whoa, got whoa, some sugar because it's really good with sugar. I mean, you got to do it together. Just put it together. So you good. guys definitely had the stuff, huh? That's what everyone sounds like. Well, get on over here. Get on over. Let me let me take let me take a little try then, huh? Fair warning, it doesn't taste very good, but just have a little sip and then put some sugar in it. Go and put some sugar in it. She just looks at her. Well, hold on now. And she takes a sip and she makes a face. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. What's, uh, the sugar. She, like, drops a couple of cubes of sugar in there and she's. Glug. Glug. Even in four of those, there's not really a whole lot going on, but, you know, I don't feel anything. The sugar was a nice touch, though. It told us get, to wait a few minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh... A few minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, Are you gonna be okay? I think, uh... I think I'm just gonna go outside. I'm gonna go outside you for just, you. like, walk outside? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> while you're sitting there, like... And Pez, are you just, like, sit, sitting there looking at her? Just like bouncing up and down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, bouncing up. And she's like, all right, well, I'm going to keep <laughs> taking a look at this thing down here. A couple of minutes do go by as she continues to evaluate the ring. And it's just like, we get that close up of the camera of this. And it's, she's a cat, right? So we get that like cat eyes on catnip thing where they're just like, and her pupils get super dilated. She's like, wow, I'm feeling that now, man. I am feeling really, 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 really good. I'm like a fox in a firestorm right now. I could do just about anything. I can go wild outside. I can, I could start, I could start two stores, three stores, four stores, one for magic, one for armor, one for weapons, and one for just food and things and such. And then one for one of these drinks too. We could have a card outside. We could put a card outside and you can play some music and we can have one of those machines and you go, and we could just make espresso for everyone. Everyone can express themselves. Oh my gosh, everyone could And you already have the E-thing going on, Eliza's Espresso Emporium. Everything is perfect. It's all lining up. Eliza's Espresso Emporium. Eliza. Oh, this is a wonderful idea. I love every little bit about this. And so she's going to continue to ramble and spitball ideas with you guys. 
forgetting about her task in front of her. The customers in the shop are looking at you guys a little oddly. Um, and we're going to go hop over to our other two players who have uh, been making their way back to uh, Giles Abbard's place, uh, the Half Full Cup. Um, do you guys actually go back to the inn? Or did you have ul ulterior motives for leaving the party? Um, personally, yeah, I was I was absolutely just going back to the inn. Eli is uh, is pretty done right now. Okay. Uh, Eli, you go back to the half full inn. Um, Giles, the the Gallus that owns the place, is in attendance, and he notes you walking in. Oh, hey there, friend. Uh, you're back from your adventure then. Yeah, just uh, just for the time being, till uh, you know, wherever the road takes us next, wherever we're needed. Oh, don't worry. the The rooms are still yours. The council's been paying for them the entire time you've been gone. I'm sorry. They've been paying for empty rooms. Yes, they're your rooms. Are there are there like refugees that are staying at this in um, DM? Uh, make me a perception check. Okay. Sixteen. You take a look, a quick look around the building, the downstairs, and you see some people that are having a midday meal, later afternoon now. A couple of drinks. Some people are at the bar drinking. Most people here, the trunk market's a pretty well-to-do place, but they, you have noticed some refugees out on the road on the way over here. Can't really tell if these are... They don't look like the refugees you saw in the the um, in the root market, mm -hmm. right? They don't look destitute, right? So these could just be either visitors or patrons uh, it's it's hard to tell um there's it's nothing like what you saw down below still mostly patron patroned by uh bird folk as well i uh eli turns to dagon i am i crazy is this crazy it, like, why do I feel like <laughs> the council is doing the absolute bare minimum and it, it, it's one step forward and two steps back with them? Well, look at uh, their surroundings, you know, they, do, they don't uh, really uh, see the ground floor, right? Uh, you know, we're, we are used to... Uh, Living amongst, uh, you know, every everyone, so it uh, it is, uh, you know, shocking to to see. It is unfortunate that uh, the higher uh, levels haven't uh, opened their doors more more freely. But uh, from our experiences, it's not too far to uh, see. I'm not not surprised. I I, I just. 
they're going to be real they're going to be real aware of the uh of what goes on below the treetops when their entire tree burns to the fucking ground and he just storms out you just leave the half full cup okay yeah dag turns to the the keeper he was talking to it is a i'm I'm, see uh your friend all right then it has been a uh a rough last uh few weeks uh we've we've seen the brunt of uh the situation out there, it is, uh, it is not good. You mean the situation? What are you talking about? The refugee situation. Ah, yes, I, I've noted some in the trunk market and some down below, but eh, it seems to be under well, well under control by the council. Uh, maybe from the uh, middle of the tree upwards, but uh, not below. I don't really go down there. That is probably it. Uh, that's a problem. Uh, it, uh, this is everyone's problem, and uh, it is only it is only going to get worse. Uh, the more that people are not uh, aware that it, it is, uh, you know, not to to put uh, uh, blame on 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 you. Like it's if you're not going down to the ground floor because you don't have reason to, but. Uh, my work is here. My customers are here. Well, of, of, of course, but uh, we're all in this together. And uh, it, it is a time for compassion. And uh, because our rooms have been empty and we see a lot, we've passed a lot of people without homes. They're, they're gone. They've burned. There's many people that nowhere to go. And uh, it is... That is all upsetting uh, to see. Hmm. I can understand how it'd be upsetting. But what am I to do? Well, if the rooms are paid for, I suggest you find someone that needs them. But you are back? We don't mind, uh, you know, getting a little more cozy if it opens up another room for, for someone else. I'm supposed to open my inn to, to strangers and um, vagabonds? You're in inn. You take people in to house them. Hmm. If you're not going to uh, open your doors to uh, customers, then uh, I think you might be in a, the wrong business. Where are you to stay then? I don't... If it means that I have to, uh... Sleep on the, on the floor somewhere, then, uh, I am... I am willing to, to do that if, uh, some children uh, down below haven't, uh... Slept in a, in a bed for, for weeks, I can go without. If you bring them, they can stay. As your guests. Dag and, uh, and you will be responsible for them. Oh, but of course. But uh, this is uh, this is just a small step to, I think, uh, to help the situation. Yeah. He just shrugs. But, uh, I will. Uh, I will go find uh, my uh, companion. Okay. And you turn to 
leave the half full cup. Dagonate or Dagonate? Eli, where have you gone? Eli is just. He's just walking through the streets of Alderheart looking for. I don't know, just the nearest effort of combating the displaced um, folks. Uh, like, I, you You're know, a church, a soup kitchen, just anything. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> You're looking for someone who's actually helping. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, you make your way down the tree where there are more humble folk amongst the populace and as you walk around roll me another perception check would you sure 14 plenty as you walk around the bright hollows and in that marketplace it's kind of you know roughly in the middle it's called the bright hollows due to the holes in the side of the tree that allow the sunlight in as the day moves on you note there's a temple and a long line of humble folk standing to enter it. They look shoveled. Some of them dirty. Some of them in clothes that are torn and burned. Some of them bearing scars and marks of struggle. Uh, what does it what does it look like they're waiting for? Uh, you can't rightly see what's inside. Um, the the doors it's kind of shadowed beyond. Mm -hmm. You can see like maybe there's some torches and stuff inside the temple itself. Uh, maybe the windows don't let in a whole lot of light being inside the the trunk itself. Um, it's hard to see from from the line itself. Okay. Um. Eli will will just go up to an individual waiting in line and and just ask, mm -hmm. "Excuse me, what um?" Yeah, you you approach this this mopak woman who's who's cradling yeah. a, a small child, uh, and you go, "Excuse me," she, she looks at me. she looks at you kind of fearfully in in all of your your armor, and what can I do for you, sir? Uh, I was just wondering what this land is for are food, you are you sir. waiting for food for food yeah. the the temple of Hanera's been generous mm. they serve food to those in need okay um dm yes sir I am not super great with D&D economy ever at all. Mm -hmm. uh, what sort of ingredients could one buy for, oh, four gold and seven silver? A, a lot. Yeah? A lot. Uh, so I think bread is like a copper. Oh, shit. Okay. A gold, a gold is, is like a hundred loaves of bread. Let's, uh, what's this line looking like? 
pretty long. There's probably 30 people that you can see outside. Okay. No telling how many inside. Let's go ahead then, and I'll spend um, I'll spend a gold's worth. Uh, I'll just find the nearest store if there's one available that has this sort of like haul that I can buy. And I'll sp I'd like to. So you're looking for like a bakery or something. Well, I'd like to spend a gold, not just bread. I I'd like to spend a gold or two on essentially similar-ish to what the bandits were doing, like a stew of some sort with some bread, like something. Some, yeah, j just as best I can do. To basically, my plan is I want to pop the hearth up just outside this line and and just start feeding people. Okay. Um, so I was slightly mistaken. A loaf of bread is two copper pieces. Okay. So a little bit off. Okay. Um, so you want to get stuff to like make a meal, uh, a poor meal. Okay. Yeah. To that, that's one a good... silver. Uh, okay. So okay. 10 copper. Oh, um, sister. Okay. So a silver. Um, so you can, for every gold is 10. Uh, that would be like a poor meal. Uh, a ch yeah, that's kind of what you'd be looking at. If you were just trying to do just bread. And, and I think the reason that it ends up being like that is, is like cheese. The cost of cheese is like a silver. But bread yeah. is too copper. And it doesn't really like... It doesn't yeah. give you like a, a gruel cost, right? It doesn't yeah, really yeah, tell you yeah, like yeah. rice. Yeah. Um, my, my thought would be like rice would roughly be like the same price per pound as let's say bread. Okay. So it's like two coppers for a half pound. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. That's an, that's an, in, oh, meal, poor meal is one silver. Excuse me. That was an in stay. Two silver. A meal is one silver. Okay. So slightly better, about 10 copper. I'm just gonna clean myself out on gold then. Okay. Uh, spend all four gold on, on the means to make these people meals. So you're gonna try and make a, some kind of stew, right? Um, Something like that, yeah. I was gonna yeah. like just set up, pop my hearth up. Let's call it like a like a rice base, almost a gumbo. Yeah, yeah, right? more or less. Congee. Yeah. Yeah, so like a, a more or less you're you're gonna make because rice is really really popular here in Alderheart for whatever reason I decided it was going to be popular, um, but like you go and you try to go to the grain stores and you try to go to to the rice and, and these like bulk stores for the inns and and see what's available and you note that it's pretty mostly bought out. Uh huh. There may be like one or two small sacks of of rice remaining. And you talk to the, the hedge that's running the place, and he kind of shrugs, he shrugs, and puts his hand on his hip and says, It's been real hard trying to get, uh, apparently, shipments in to the city, the bandit. Bandits have been rough on us recently. That's understandable. Um... Hmm. Okay. Um... I mean, how do how do bakeries look? I assume I, I popped into a bakery and saw. Yeah, so you would have like popped into a bakery or any of these other like general food places. Um, pretty bought out as well. Uh, again, this is late afternoon now, so the sure. bakery is is like on the backside of their baking day, anyways. 
Um, so there's like a couple of loaves available, maybe like three or four, um, kind of like general generic loaves of bread. Um, but they, they kind of give you the same thing. Grain's been sparse. It's been hard for them to come by. And you note now that when you look at the prices, the price of bread is up. The price of the rice is up. Doing good is hard. Always is. Okay. But I mean, you're more than welcome. You want to do whatever you can for four gold? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do whatever I can for four gold. Sure. Um, Up to four gold. I mean, if the supply is not there for my demand, then depends on how long you want to look and how many markets you plan to go to. Frankly, I could spend my afternoon doing this. Um, so it's already afternoon. I'm it's, sorry. It, Frankly, I could spend my evening doing this. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you spend the rest of the afternoon gathering these supplies. Mm -hmm. um, it is approaching evening. Uh, it's becoming darker in the trunk market because the holes don't really allow for that much, especially moonlight, to shine through. But mm -hmm. there are lanterns, and you note that there are uh, lamplighters that are now moving around the trunk market with their long poles and candles at the end of them. They're lighting each of these lanterns throughout the market itself. So eventually it does become a little brighter. You head back over uh, to the Temple of Hanera, uh, and you note that their door is still open, and the line, now that it is dinner, has gotten longer. Mm-hmm. And you want to set up somewhere in the middle of that line and start cooking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. So you cast your ability of the, of the hearth. And yeah. in front of you, a cook pot and a magical stone with fire happily blazing upon it begins to, to come to a boil. And you begin to make this kind of a, a gumbo style stew with the availabilities that you had of like this rice and like lentils and things. Uh, the bread is off to the side. Um, I assume you probably have like a basket or something like that that you were carrying a lot of this stuff around in. And it kind of sits to the side in this basket. Now you're cooking in front of all of these people and they are eyeing you. And some of them, you know, licking their lips absentmindedly. You note that like some of them look hollow. Their eyes are not necessarily focusing. Some of them look like they haven't even really seen you yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Eli's just gonna get it all started and, and just, um, as he's cooking, he will look to the, the line, yep. um, and I'll say, now, I did what I could, the market is sparse, but y'all need to eat and I can't just stand by and let you starve uh and and are there i mean like how how much traffic other than this line is really around me um it's becoming the end of the market day most places are right. shutting down uh a lot of it is just people going home uh, okay. and some are going to to inns or taverns um okay. but the 
general foot traffic is definitely less than was earlier in the day. Okay. I, I think Eli is just going to start. For lack of a better word, preaching, I guess. Um, I think as he as he moves along with what he's doing, he does his best to interact with the 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 people and just get to know, like hear some of the stories and tell some of his own. And sure, um, um, how are you serving your? That is a solid question. Um, would it be possible to have, in my shopping, come across cheap bowls? And the the issue food? the issue with like that kind of stuff in, in a D and D environment is like yeah. it generally takes skilled workers to make those things. Yeah. Um, you mean I can't just go to Target? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> not and not everyone carries a mess kit. Yeah, uh, yeah. especially these refugees. Fair enough. Um, but I think, I think, I'm not gonna turn your good deed away. Don't worry. I no, think, I mean, you know, yeah, while while someone like they're trying to line up, and there's a bit of like jostling and stuff too. Sure. It, it's a it's less orderly than it is. For the for the the temple itself, and they're kind of like crowding around your your hearth here, and you note that like someone is trying to reach out and grab one of the loaves of bread. Um. Oh God, yeah. And and yeah, and I'll I'll kind of try to maintain an order if possible, like. I will hand them a loaf or, or a, a, you know, whatever their uh, slice seems, whatever I'm giving them with this. Like, I will hand them a meal when it's ready, and I'll just say, give me a moment, give me a moment. It's getting a little hectic. You note that there are some fights starting in the line, uh, jostling over position of who's going to be able to go next. Um, and this is when you note that you don't have something to serve this gumbo wad. There's a tap on your shoulder. And a soft voice addresses you. <sighs> we were running out of food. I'm glad to see that someone has taken up the call for today. Uh... Whomst, whomst am I speaking with? Uh, you turn to look? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay. Um, you took and you turn to look and you see uh, a tall, somewhat thin gallus, which for galluses is, they tend to be kind of, you know, meaty bird folk, um, in long, like pale green robes, and these weird plants that are coming up from the back of it. She's got all these, she's white feathered, and it's, you look at her, it's very hard to place how old she might be. She looks at you. See, you don't have anything to serve the things on, but don't worry. And she turns around and she brings out these things, and there's 
these large leaves have been crafted and spun into bowls. And they look like cones, essentially. And she says, you put the bread at the bottom. And and yeah, Eli will uh will take one and, and serve it uh according to their instruction. Yeah, and she all she does is she hands you the, the cones as she makes them. Uh taking them from a pile of from behind her where she seems to have there looks to be another person in these pale green robes back behind her. Another gallus looks to be a male, uh, brown and feather coloring and but she doesn't say anything as you, you start to speak, start to, as you said, preach. What do you tell the people? Um, I've, uh, I've been in tough spots myself. I left home really had nowhere to go it wasn't taken from me i'll admit but i have always found that wherever you travel there is a home amongst others if that makes sense it's we we all live on the same in the same wood right like we all have different problems it's varying degrees of trouble that we're in trouble that we try to work against trouble that tries to work against us but the one thing that never leaves us is that the person to your left to your right they've got trouble too and it's very easy to give up and just quit and not keep fighting but you'll find that if you just hang on for a little longer and you keep pressing on and you help your fellow humble folk, bird folk, what have you, when you can, and they help you when they can. Any of us can most get through anything. And that's all I'm trying to do here. And I know these are dire times and I know... (laughs) None of us have enough food to go around, but I, I got to do something. We we got to do something because this can't be it. And so it's why this whole time I've been trying to speak with y'all and tell you a little bit about myself because we're we're all in this together, right? We're the nature of community and just things along that vein yeah roll me whatever you would prefer either persuasion or religion oh I 
like to use my inspiration because I feel like things are bad. Roll that advantage. Uh, I'm sorry, you said persuasion or religion? Yes. Uh, persuasion, a 16. You note in the crowd that some people have taken the food and just left. Some have stayed to listen. Some people in the line still are amoration as some have taken it in. Some seem to be recognizing it. Others seem to be lost in their own in their own thoughts. Some of them having to be reminded even that they're in a line to get food or to move forward otherwise. The voice behind you speaks again. Was well said, Hedge. Well said. A admittedly not my best. It's been a... Uh been a hell of a day after we are done here I'd like to hear about it if you don't mind I think I'd like that very much good let's finish up here though and the line dwindles eventually all is gone it seems perfect the last piece of bread, the last leaf, the last bowl, the last bit of that gumbo made and given to a little Apoc woman. She bows her head at you, but she's got burned scars along her face. Thank you, priest. Thank you. And she backs away slowly and then leaves. By your calculation... That food should not have lasted for that many people. Am I Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there may have been a little <laughs> bit of extra oomph behind your magic uh, with some assistance from a very particular voice. My man. <laughs> um, the gallus. She puts her hand on your back and says, Come. Come to the temple. Let us converse. Yeah, and Eli will do that. As you walk to the temple, she like she doesn't let go of your shoulder either. She has her arm around you. She notes that like it's really been a long day. <laughs> and um as you maybe like lean into her a little a little more than you maybe intended to. She supports your weight. She speaks to you. Very calming kind of way that, that people, you know, older and wiser than you, back when your parents would try to calm you down. Right? I am Mother Erla Fairview of uh, Temple of Hanara. All are welcome here. See, uh, you have your own calling as well. And I heard your preaching. It's good. Of good faith. I'm trying. Oh, we all are. We all are. Come, watch your step. There's a couple of steps up inside into the temple itself. As you walk through the large wooden doors and into the long temple with the pews as they are. And at the end, you can see there was a large cauldron that was probably used to be served to serve these foods and you can see a big stack of these leaves that they were utilizing 
And behind it, where there's a podium for generally probably preaching of some kind, there's a large circular window, and perfectly masked inside of it is the rising moon on the other side. Always takes my breath away when I walk inside and see through that window. Come, sit uh, here. And she kind of just walks over into one of the pews and, and sits down, and she, like, pats the seat next to her. And Eli will sit down. Where are you from, Hedge? Uh, pretty far uh, south down the road. Not a little, little, little hop, skip, and a jump from Alderheart. Uh, originally, oh, it's been long. Uh, little farm outside of Salter's Port. I've been to Salter's. Nice little port. Yeah. Yeah. Water's beautiful home? in the uh in the summer. I'm sorry. Do you miss your home? Truth, truth be told, it uh hasn't been my home for a long while. So hmm. not not particularly, but I I do think about it from time to time. This is not my home either. Understand the way things travel, and sometimes Alderheart is a big city. You always find your way here. What brings you to Alderheart? Well, this time around, it's the uh, it's the fires. Mother ah, Early. Like everyone else, then a refugee. Not quite. Um, trying to. Uh, what what started as um, I I was I was in Winnow and Reach at the time, or I'm sorry, not Winnow and Reach. Uh, Meadowfen, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I was in Meadowfen uh, doing some work, and well, they had a militia go up to investigate uh, the the fires, and well, not many of them returned, and it. Our quest took us to warning Winnowing Reach and then Alderheart eventually of uh, of the oncoming fires, which, you know, as you can see, has been a, a problem that predates our presence here, my my friends and I. Oh, friends as well. Yes. Your friends happen to be uh, a Jerbeen, a Strig, and a bard named Pez. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the very uh, same. I had heard tell that they had a priest of Gaspard with them. A hero, then. <sighs> and what you did today was also heroic. I should have expected that. I, I, I'm not trying to do it for renown of any sort. I just trying to help everybody. And... Well, you are doing Hanera's will whether you know it or not. Sometimes evil the fires. The evil must be challenged wherever it is found. But sometimes it takes acts of compassion and not violence. 
like you did today. It was good work. Your name is? Uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Eli. Uh, Eli Briarwood. Briarwood. A lovely name. Eli. You are free to stay here as long as you wish in the temple. What you have done today has earned you at least that much. If you are looking to do more of what you have done today, the Temple of Hanera has been open every day since the crisis began to help serve all who are in trouble and all of the refugees that have come. Tomorrow we will be going down to the roots themselves and bringing our food with us. I um I actually have to see the council tomorrow. Oh. Uh but after that I can absolutely come help y'all. I just it's the only chance we have at hopefully uh uniting people in an effort to to fight this crisis. Hmm. I don't even know if that's going to work. Heard that there is a prominent bandit figure in the city. Is that who you speak? I do, and I still don't know if I've doomed her. Ah, Anera teaches that we should never give up on each other. And that even the most wicked not saying that your bandit is the one of them. Talk to the council on many an occasion. Can be healed with love. And if you show the level of compassion you have shown today, I am sure the council will heed your words. It's not General Saradin I'm concerned with having compassion, frankly. The council is a... <sighs> well... Discompassionate beast, I think. Too concerned with... Their upper tree things to realize the plight... Of everyone below them. But this is why we... She's even as bird folk, as she looks down at herself... Make our temple down here. Because we are for all. Yeah. Well, Eli, you will always have friends here and a shelter shall you need it to heal. Whether that be physically or just your heart. I wish you luck on the morrow. I may know the speaker on a personal level. If you would like, I could send maybe a personal missive to her. Just pay extra special attention to the words that you say. That would be... That'd be great. Thank you. Good. And... Remember us. The day after, maybe. Get some rest. You would like to come help again. We can always use the extra pause. 
I'll be there. Now, I have a loft room, if you would like it. Uh, small, but the pallet is comfortable enough. Or do you have to get back to your friends? I think... Uh, I think my friends can manage without me for a night. Uh, I'd, I'd like that room, thank you. Okay. Uh, I'll show you to it. And as she stands and she puts out a, a wing to help you to your feet, she walks and begins to take you to a small loft room at the back of the temple. And I think that's where we're going to take our break. We'll take a brief three to five minute break here, chat. Uh, get some, get a breath, get another drink. And when we come back, we will reconnect with Dagonet, Pez, and Lucky. See you then. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning into Diefall Alderheart episode eleven. Uh that was uh that was a that was a pretty good one in the feels there, and big props to Rob for for taking the dive on that. It's tough sometimes to really get into the character and, and roleplay it as effectively and as emotionally as uh, as he just did. So big clap for him. Um, if you guys want to get caught up on any of the stuff that's happened previously, head on over to the YouTube channel. That is youtube.com slash runawayrobot. Or you can find us in podcast form, audio only form, on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud under Diefall Dungeons & Dragons. Um, big thank you to our uh, our two patrons, uh, Zombie Fighter and Wraith V ESG, for supporting this cast. If you would like to support the cast here, head on over to the Patreon um, and that is uh, patreon.com slash diefall and everything that you every wow I can't even word today uh, all money that is made there goes directly to the cast members here and there's a couple of really cool uh, opportunities there if you want art or if you want to have an opportunity to name an NPC like if you wanted to be able to name the NPC that runs the temple um, you could be part of that so take a look at the Patreon. Um, it is important to us and important to me to help pay these people for their talent as it was just exemplified and their time spending it here with us. Um, so thank you very much, Eldreth, for the follow. Bonus stage Rob for the 23 months. Subscribe to the tier one. LB hack em up for the 100 bits. Thank you so much. And drummers have souls. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the factory. And we will be right back. No, you're not. Who knows? <laughs> Welcome back, thing. everyone, to Diefall Alderheart, episode 11, where apparently we may be done with feelings. Probably. At least for today. Who knows? At least for today. Um, okay. So, uh, Eli's led up to the uh, the small loft room, and let's see. Uh, it's It's been a little while. Pez and Lucky. Dagaday's been, or Dagaday, Eli's been gone for a long time. So, we have, like, a whole afternoon to talk about. What have you guys been up to? Uh, I imagine a caffeine crash at some point. Um, yes, pretty, pretty eventually quickly. that does happen. Yeah, because every, everyone's had that before, right? Like that is the the worst thing that ever happens after you have a really nice either a cup of coffee or something. You got to either keep it going or things just seem to fall apart in front of you. So are you guys still in Eliza's shop when this happens? I, I guess. Yeah, like he's probably just waiting out for her to finish finally appraising his item. Yeah. 
So she does. She ends up finishing appraising the item, and she goes, and she she looks down at it, and it, it takes a while, especially after all the distractions of you guys coming up with all these business ideas now. Mm -hmm. um, and she goes, oh, wow. So this is, uh, hmm. That's an uncommon item. I can tell you that much right now. I'd call it maybe even wondrous. It's called a brooch of shielding, which probably should have given it away with the brooch being a shield, but you never know with magic items and such. While wearing it, you can have resistance to force damage and immunity to damage from the magic missile spell. It's, well, I put it on my shelf for about 500 gold. Use that, Lucky? I mean, you know, if they ever see me, they might fire at me. I don't know if they've seen me, though. <laughs> uh... I mean, you could take it and trade it in for your robe. You, I mean, you're eyeballing it, you know. Are you sure it you does... don't want it? Because I could, I could raise some money for the robe. Probably no problem. I'm very famous uh, now. Just take this, take this in your gyms, you know, and uh, get yourself a robe. <laughs> I'm very famous now. <laughs> Well, I mean, the, you said the robe was what, 300? 300? Well, I think I came down to 325 for you. 325? Huh. So, I mean, with the brooch, that there's extra. How, how do you. Oh, I didn't say I was buying it from you for 500. I said I'd put it on my oh, shelf for 500. I gotta turn a profit here. Is that how business works? Oh, <laughs> I mean, would you want to trade it for the robe? Would it be an easier sell for you than that robe? I mean, it's got, it's kind of loud. The robe is. Not I'm very willing deep, to take I mean, that chance. Deep pockets, but not very deep pockets. Some people no, just I, need, you know. I, I'd be willing to take the chance, yeah. All right, all right, we'll just call it. If you want to do a straight-up trade, that's fine with me. Yeah, it's fine. Then. Go pass, go get your robe. There you go. Enjoy, uh, enjoy your sales. I hope it sells well. I didn't even, I never tried it out. I hope it works. Yeah, I'll put it up here with all the other wondrous things. And she puts it next to a bunch of these, like, figurines and these little uh, tokens. All right, Lucky. Look, 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 look. I only did this so I can make you my pack rat. So anytime I get anything, okay. I give it to you. You put it in your pockets. And she said you can put this. All right. Sweet. Don't we carry you? I'm all right. I got some strong legs. I can carry myself for now. But thanks, though. So. I'll, I, uh, I'll help you. I'm I have this, like, pounding headache in the forward of my head. Do you have that right now? I have to pee. Yeah, me too. Eliza, do you have a restroom, or should we go find another restroom, like a... Uh, yeah, just head out back. There's a there's a latrine. All right, all right. Thanks, Thanks Eliza. Uh, Thanks, Eliza. Yeah, of course, and come back now, y'all. I got all of these magic items and things. This all is right. amazing. You're doing so good. You definitely Thank you definitely you. turned a dime, you know what I'm saying? You came with uh, not very much, a couple of weeks, you were uh, booming, you know? Ugh. <sighs> Should we get some more of that espresso? I'm okay, I'm okay on that right now. Maybe, maybe Dagon... Oh, maybe Dagonet could do some. What do you think about that? I would love to see what Dagonet would do when Dagonet has all that energy. Hmm. Maybe Dagonet would fly. So many shelves and benches. So... <laughs> maybe Dagonet could build a deck? Dagonet could build... Dagonet could build our tables for our... That's the rest of the mom's store. With the performance. What do you mean by that? What if we paid Dagonet an espresso? 
Oh, I think Dagonai would love it. It's very fancy, and Dagonai is very, very fancy. fancy. He's very fancy. He's open his armor sometimes. Pretty nice. Yeah, Dagonai knows how to take care of things. Uh, so I guess they will head back to the inn. You want to go see if we can find them? That might be a good idea. How does this look, though? I'm going to do some spins. I mean, stunning. I'm going to say it's the sleeves. They go, woo, for sure. <laughs> is it just like this really fluffy robe? Yeah, I love it. Yep. Um, <laughs> I have placed the robe of useful items into your bag. Uh, you now have it in your inventory. To find out what it does, you can go to the compendium, the little I, and type in robe of useful items. There is a tab that has all of the things that this robe has in it. It will take... I... I, I, I I don't know if it takes attunement. Um, and I will read this right now to find out. Uh, while wearing the robe, you can use an action to detach a patch, causing it to become the object or creature it represents. Once out of patches, it becomes an ordinary garment. Um, okay. So. Wow. Oh my gosh. There's a knife. We patch. have to. We ha yeah. We have to decide what the other patches are going to be. I was not ready for all of them, so. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, I need you to roll a D one hundred. Okay. Uh, hang on. Slash. What is that last 11 one? Eleven more times. Whoa. So. Hang on, let me get out a notes pad. <laughs> Anchor. Uh, okay. So, chat, we're gonna learn. We're gonna learn today about the robe of useful items. Love um, it. Yeah. So, I need you to roll a d100 11 times. One. Okay. Two. Three. Oh my god, that's so many. Nine, ten, eleven. Alright. We got sixty-seven, so many sixty-eight. Pets. Not nice. Failed. It's not nice. Not nice. Not nice, but it's actually a pretty good item, so it's uh there's a lot in here. Wow. You could get a portable ram. What does a yep. portable ram look like? Mally, you can get two dogs. Like a battering dogs? ram or like... You can get horses. Man. You can get what? a silver coffer worth 500 gold pieces, which is more than the worth Buy of another the robe. actual Buy item. another robe. <laughs> Buy another <laughs> robe. That is actually insane that that's a thing. Who does business like this? <laughs> 10 Excuse gems you. worth 100 gold a piece. Uh, who does business like this? Just use the pa just take the patches off. Legends, man. Legends do business. There's a door. <laughs> what? Um, roll me a one d three as well. Oh. A one. Okay. Well, that's a bummer, but it's okay. 
Um, which one was that? I'm, I'm, it's, it's, t yeah, you can get dogs. You might have rolled for both those dogs. Did we get the dogs? You might have the dogs. How does that work in Humblewood? I don't freaking know. This is, that's, like this is unacceptable. We have a goofy <laughs> Pluto situation oh, here. Yeah. I don't like it. Oh, roll me, wait, roll me another uh, D3. Okay. Lucky I owe you oh, my life. This is amazing. <laughs> So you now have a spell scroll for a first level spell and a spell scroll for a third level spell. Just whip it out. Just whip it out, I guess. Okay, so that was that one. So now we're back down to this one. <laughs> what the fuck is this stupid iron door? <laughs> what the it's fuck? just a door? Can you put the door on a wall? Yes, yeah, you just so have a crafting recipe from Minecraft for an iron yeah, door. for an iron door. Like, oh oh no. Um so yeah, an iron door ten, up to 10 feet wide and 10 feet high, barred on one side of your choosing, and you can place it in an opening you can reach up to 10 feet wide. It's literally just any opening. You can make a gate out of this. It conforms it conforms to the opening, attaching and hinging itself. It's and literally you can a Minecraft if it's like iron door. Blocked or not, you could be like, "Can't come in. Goodbye." <laughs> this is the best day. This is the wildest. Wow. Okay, hang on. So that's that one. Then you got a sixty-one. There's four more of these. Holy moly! Turns out Pez is now the healer. Um. All right, guys. It's been real. <laughs> and is also wildly rich. Uh, maybe I should have done the rolling for this because I rolled Pez way just lower. Just buy Alder Heart and then problem solved. We'll just fix it. We'll <clears throat> be in charge. Yeah. Okay. Pez, I'm going to DM you on Discord. Okay. That's your list of everything you have. We have a horse. And dogs. Oh, yeah. do I know that I have all of these things? Spending some time with the robe will allow you to figure out what you got. Okay. I'm just... So putting it on right now, you've got no idea what all these patches are. But spending some time with the robe, taking a look at where all these patches are and what they do. Because you, you have the, the beginning ones, too. I don't know. So there's also two of each of these. I don't know if you read the thing yet. Because it's there's also more than just what you rolled for. So two each of these. So you also get dagger, oh, bullseye, nice. lantern, mirrors, a 10-foot pole, rope, and a sack. I like how specifically the rope is coiled. Ah, uh, yes. Very specific. Must be coiled. No, just like you pull the patch out and it becomes a thing. And it's just like a, it's 50 feet on the ground of just rope. And it's like, well, frick, you got to like roll it all the way up. Mm -hmm. And God. Wow. Okay. So what happens when you rip off the patch? So when wearing the robe, you can use an action to detach one of the patches, causing it to become the object or creature it represents. Once the last patch is removed, the robe becomes an ordinary garment. 
Lucky, this I have no idea what's happening, but this is a good day, I think. Well, it started off kind of bad, but it's fine. Fund no your own military with this robe right now, by the Look way. Look at all of these patches. Are they I so mean, it's, pretty? It's very lovely on you. You have clearly a variety of uh, colors and threads and stuff. I mean, it's it's much in your nature. You're, you're very colorful. It's very colorful, you know? Honestly, I thought it would just look real good while we're up there performing and stuff. I mean, like an upgraded outfit, you know? And I thought the sleeves were real good. The sleeves are great. But, like... You'll be a great distraction now. It's a good thing, you know? Good. Does this look like a rope? A uh, I mean, maybe they've got like some legends behind each of the patches. Maybe somebody who like wore this at some point, like this is their story. Maybe you could like write a story about your rope, like each of the uh, stories within the patches. Of Ooh, maybe it's haunted. It could be a haunted robe. If I see it moving without Janet, I might have to, you know. It down or something, but oh no, maybe they're nice. They're probably they're probably very nice. I mean, no no nasty ghost would have such high fashion sense. Huh? <laughs> I have a feeling it like looks like Ron Weasley's like um, yes robes from the absolutely <laughs> yes. It's very, very much what I was imagining. Very high tastes. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, don't you know? Don't let it drag on the ground or anything. Don't get it muddy. We just bought it. I don't want to have to. Refunded for the dead stuff. Oh my Go. gosh, absolutely. I'm going to pay you back, by the way. Oh my goodness. I don't want to use nothing anyways. It's like literally holding down backspace for a while. I mean, you know. We got. I didn't know it was magic. Do you know it was magic? I, I never knew Frey would ever even use like magical items. Uh, you know, times change though. So. I mean, it clearly didn't do her very good. Yeah, maybe she didn't know either. She was just like, oh, this looks nice, but didn't know she could, you know, shield the stuff from you. I mean, you know. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's my favorite. Except for that one time. Ooh. Did we want to get anything for Dagonet and uh, Eli? I know they said they didn't want anything at the store, but... I, so we, we... Eli was really like... He was... I... Usually he's like that when he's he's hungry, but not that bad. So... Uh, I don't know if we should get him something. It's been a tough day. I mean, pastries always help me, but he wasn't very interested in snacks. I, I don't know who would turn down a warm pastry in a trying time, but apparently Eli would. I do not understand him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know. What is he, what know. Is he like? Uh, what would Eli have told Lucky that he enjoyed other than his legends? <laughs> <laughs> Eli likes cobbler for sure. Like, definitely a peach cobbler guy. Uh, he told me one time he likes cobbler. You ever had cobbler? It's like fruit on the bottom, got some like uh, crispy oh, oh, crust yeah. on the top. It's really good. My uh, mom made it with beans. I think that's just called a pot pie. But uh, we could definitely try to find some uh, cobbler if you want to. I don't know anybody. So let's, I'm going to. Um, bakery, bakery, bakery. Retail look therapy. For let's bakery. do it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to go look for, for a bakery right now? Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, you're in the richer section of, of Alderheart. It won't be hard to find a bakery. Um, but while you do so, though I don't feel like we've neglected Dagonet for too long. Dagonet, you exit the half-full cup, and Eli is gone. 
kind of like looking down and he's like, oh. He goes to the lower levels. And I was like, but you're like, well, man, maybe going to the people in need. Sure. Uh, where do you go? Knowing the snobbery of bird folk, he's not going to go look for the most destitute looking uh, refugees. Maybe like the more like the ones who maybe have uh, like like families, like small children and stuff like that that are, you know, they have money, but they're obviously like they need it for food and not for lodgings kind of thing. Okay. But he's going to be like looking, like keeping an eye out for for Eli. For Eli? Okay. I mean, the, the refugees are easy enough to, to come by as you go down the uh, the markets, right? Um, becoming more and more prevalent as you make your way down the, uh, down the tree. So the canopy market is where you guys were. Uh, the trunk market uh, is kind of the... It's the middle section, and there's a lot of villagers there. I think this is probably where you would be, um, where you'd see the most people that don't look like destitute, but were fleeing the fires ahead of them, rather than having had their like been in them, right? Um, so these are the people that like got out with some money, got out with some clothes, got out with some means. Um, they would be here in the in the trunk market, I think. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you you see some ar- around, but a- again, with when they have these kinds of means, most of them are staying in in the inns here. Now, some of the inns are, are fi- fit to burst, right? And you, if you inquire at any one of them, they'll tell you that some of them are sleeping like six to a room um, or more, uh, and, and some have started converting their like floor space. But they're still renting the spaces, right? Like they've placed out pallets on the ground and things like that in the back rooms and things like. But you're still they're still renting the spaces at maybe a you know reduced price. Um, but that's that is still happening. Uh, so I don't know what in particular you're you're looking for. Uh, he would go to like the engine inquire like uh, like waiting lists if he's like if there's been people coming and like those that he's been turning away. Like various ends have been turning away. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you would find that a lot of them have been, um, especially on this level. The trunk market is the nicest of the affordable places. Um, the bright hollows would be the next portion of that, uh, where that uh, has a bunch of homes and markets in it. But it's it's you know, the trunk market tends to still have the majority bird folk, whereas the Bright Hollows Market, which is one level lower, tends to have more of the humble folk. Are we trying to, like, spy, I guess, like, single mothers kind of thing? Um, sure. Again, kind of hard to tell unless it's the one of those situations, like, in the inns that they are, like, they have pallets out in the main room and, like, people are actually there utilizing them. Otherwise, they do have, like, rooms. So unless you're investigating each individual room in the inn, it's kind of hard to, you know, specifically find, oh, this single mother is likely a refugee also. 
rather than like this is a single mother that's just in all their heart. Okay, asking like any, the staff like themselves. any of the female staff, like sure, 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 okay, and stuff like that, who would obviously know like the gossip gotcha. and the ins and outs. I see. I thought you were just doing it, going at it alone. But if you're gonna enlist some help, especially from knowledgeable people in the area, uh, yeah, absolutely. You you you're more than able to to find um, some of the some single mothers that are definitely being put up in in some of these inns. Is there a particular thing that you want to do here? We had two rooms. Yes. Okay. Two rooms, two beds apiece. All right. He's not going to be sure on what Pez and Lucky will do, so he's just going to be filling one room. <laughs> okay. Sure. So you, um, so you talk to like two, two, I guess two families then? Yeah. He'll, once he's made the connections, he'll, he'll approach. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you're at a, at an inn in the, in the trunk market and there is a, uh, uh, a raptor woman with a with a small bird child uh, that seems to be playing around her her feet. Uh, the child is is you know up and hopping around, um, so not you know baby. Uh, and and she's sitting and she's kind of just sitting there and like trying to calm him because um, it's still an inn and they're still trying to do business and there's a lot of people around still. Uh, but she looks up as she sees you approach, and this is uh, a woman that the uh, likely one of the barmaids had had, you know, showed you uh, as being one of the the single mothers that had been here as a as a refugee. Uh, pardon me. Uh, do you have a, a moment? Uh, with, uh, uh, time? Uh, oh, hello, gentle sir. Uh, yes, one second. One, one second, he's just... Corey, please, just, just give me a moment. And Corey's just, like, hopping in circles around his mom's feet right now. Stop. And, like, her wings are, like, buffeting around a little bit, like, trying to get this child. Just, just hold still a moment. I'm sorry. I, he, and now he's just hopping around both of you, since you're standing close. Just literally hopping circles. The... I'm sorry. Um, what, what can I help you with? Well, they, uh, we have some... Uh... Uh, room uh, at, uh, oh the, here at the another... do you work for this inn here no 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 oh. um we are making uh you know uh how do i say uh, uh families who may need a little bit more uh uh room because uh you know you have a uh, small small child uh mm -hmm. and uh our my room is uh, uh paid for but i don't uh i don't really uh need the the whole whole room so uh just trying to uh, you know uh help uh out and uh i've already uh, discussed it with uh, my the, the innkeeper at uh, this place i'm staying and uh, you know that uh, i am allowed to uh to uh, people to uh to stay at because uh, like i'm i'm in and out of uh town uh so the the room goes uh uh empty uh a lot and uh, that is unfortunate with, uh, you know, the, the crowding uh, down here. Roll me an insight check. A 13. Looks a little uncomfortable. Uh, I've been uh, uh, led to, uh, uh, you know, to a... Um, 
but uh, you might uh, be more comfortable. Uh, I have some other uh, uh, families that uh, would also be uh, accompanying uh, 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 with you. Um, you know, it, uh, I wouldn't uh, you know, be in the room with you. You would be taking over uh, the room uh, in in my absence. And even if when I'm in here now, I, I sleep on the floor somewhere. I, it does not matter to me. But uh, I, I think the room is better used for, for families than, than to, to me. She relaxes a little bit when you mention that there are other families that will be involved uh, in the situation. She goes, Where, where's the room? What's the name of the inn again? Half-full cup. Uh, the half-full uh, cup? Uh, uh, oh. You don't know if you've heard uh, of that one or not. Uh, you would know, since you have just were there, that it is just down the road from here. It's a very easy walk. Um, she goes, oh, we s stopped there earlier, and, and they said they didn't have any rooms. Uh, well, that, uh, yes and no. Right? Uh, again, technically, uh, I am uh, an occupant, but again, uh, you know, I've been out of of town on on uh, council business and uh, it's, it's the the space needs to to be used. It is the situation now. It is no. It uh, it, it is silly to have an empty room in a time like this. I don't I don't care if they're holding it for me. It is not. It's not. I appreciate your generosity, Corey. Hold still. And she like grabs him now, and he's just like still trying to hop up and down in place or she's got him held. Corey, now this nice strick here has offered us a room to stay in, but only if you're a good boy. And he kind of stops and he looks up and he shrugs and he goes back to hopping. Thank you for the, the offer. I, we'll accept. He leans, leans into Corey and he says, now if you're a good boy for your mama, uh, I will make you some toys for you to play with. Huh? Stops and cocks his head and looks at you and goes, Really? I am a, a comforter. You know, I'd, uh, I made some toys for some refugees at, uh, you know, at, uh, for a place in the, the mountains. You've been to the mountains? Yeah, just came from there. What's it like in the mountains? Uh, it's a little chilly, a little high for even uh, my taste, but... Uh, Hi, I want to fly through the trees and go up to the very top and swoop down and woo! And so he starts hopping around. He's like got his wings spread out now and his mother's just like. We appreciate your generosity. The toys aren't necessary. Here. Oh, it's, it's not a problem. And, uh, you know, one of the reasons uh, looking uh, for, for families is, uh, you know, the children would be able to play with each other. Yeah. Yeah, they get uh, they get bored, you know. In uh... um, who do we say? Are you coming with us? Do we say? Oh, yeah, I uh, will come with you. But uh, if I'm a little slow, um, if I get a little waylaid, I'm also looking for uh, one of uh, uh, my friends. But uh, my name is Degonet. Nice to meet you. Uh, I'm Margaret. Oh, yeah. and you, of course, are Cory. Yes. Oh, wingful is Corey. 
Well, that, uh, if you want to uh, gather your, your things, and uh, I will meet you at the, the front of the, the half full cup. Uh, yeah, of, of course, of course. And uh, she turns to, like, gather their meager belongings. It doesn't take long. You're, like, halfway to the door by the time they're done packing. And they have joined you at the at the door leading out uh, into the into Alderheart. Um, so you 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 fill the room with this family and uh, and one other, a uh, <clears throat> a humble folk family, uh, a Mopak mother and her and her child, um, and they will be utilizing the room. Very good, very kind of you. Um, so once that's completed, what else do you want to do, Dagonet? Uh, <laughs> I'm saying it's it's probably like it's getting to be evening now. I think after all of this stuff is happening, it's probably getting to be closer to evening. He's going to to grab a paper, like a newspaper or whatever flyer, whatever kind of notice sure. things that they've got. And he's going to give up the fact that he probably won't find everyone by walking. So he's gonna sit out on the on the front porch of the inn and dad wait. Okay, of the half full cup, you're just gonna wait. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're gonna dad wait. Okay. Peasant Lucky, what are you doing now? Uh, trying to find a bakery. We can buy a cobbler. That's right, the bakery. Yeah, easy enough to find uh, in the in the market that you're at right now. Um, the canopy market we find tends is is in stark contrast to the market that Eli was in earlier. Um, the bakery, uh, though, it being the end of the day, still has pastries, not just breads. Um, and it seems to, you know, they seem to be turning still a pretty good profit on things. Mm. Is there a line here? There is no line. Got a counter. Oh, can't hear you. I don't oh, he's know. Just, he's just looking around for cobbler. Ah. For cobbler? Mm -hmm. Like a like a peach cobbler? Oh mm -hmm. my god. Mm -hmm. Um someone uh, eventually comes comes to the front. Um it's uh let's call it a strig. Uh a strig man. Uh rather short, a little rotund. Uh you know, general brown strigish markings. He says, Ah, what can I do you for? Trying to see if you have any uh, cobbler available to go. Cobbler. Hmm. Uh, you know, like the uh, baked down fruits, bit of you know pastry on the top. Sometimes it comes with beans. Mm, but we don't want beans today. I've Maybe got a, a pie, which is similar, but not necessarily a a cobbler on hand right now. Hmm. Anything peach adjacent? They do have peach. Ooh, All right. like how much? Uh, how big are pies? Are they like normal? Oh, you got many uh, pies? I've got big ones and I've got a couple of little ones. Okay, how much are your little pies? Little pies. How much are little pies? Let's find out. Hmm, yes. I feel like we need mm. theme music every time we look at prices of stuff. Ba -da -ba. Ba -da -ba. I think <laughs> the, the little pies are probably a silver piece. Specialty <gasps> fruit. Well made. In the in the canopy market, yeah, it's gonna be a silver piece. Hey, uh, okay, look, like a silver filet, a small pies, peach. I'll give you 
too silver, but it's gonna give you a, a little bit of work. If you don't mind, I particularly need a cobbler-esque existence. So if you don't mind, can you just carve off the top of the pie and flip it over and put it in a to-go container? <laughs> he looks at the two silver pieces on his on his counters. Oh, one moment. And he takes the pie and he takes a spoon and he kind of like looks sheepishly at you and then turns around and you hear like crack, cocoon, and then like. Oh. Uh, perfect. I mean, it's and he turns around place. and he's, huh? Okay. And it looks like the crust of the pie has been mashed into the filling itself, which is kind of what a cobbler is. But he hasn't really done anything else to it. Uh, it looks great. Uh, do you have any like uh, to go silverware, anything to go with this? I don't really know if we have any uh, back at the room. No, but if you have a room at the end, I'm sure that they can give you some. We're still at the end, right? The, uh... Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that'd be fine. That'd be fine. Oh, uh, should we get some for Dagonet, too? What, what does Dagonet look like? I don't know what Dagonet would like. Cheese? I don't want to get anything that's, cheese? like, allergic like to. What have we seen Dagonet eat? Cheese stain. <laughs> like the cheese danish. Do you got any cheese danish here or anything? Not fresh, but I've got some. Starbeaks makes a really good one. So Starbeaks, not hot. Uh... Star... <laughs> I just, I just heard what you got. You're right. Uh... There's no, there's a Starbeaks in every corner in Alderheart, especially up here in the canopy market. <laughs> Very bougie. If it's not a, if it's not fresh, is it as a discount? Because I don't want to pay full price if it's a, you know, not fresh made. <sighs> I mean, five copper. All right. Yeah, just, uh, separate, separate containers, if you don't mind. He gets, like, a little bag. <laughs> I don't know. This is, like, D&D. &D, do they do bags? Like, I think oh, they no. just I think he just hands them to you. You just have them in your hands now. Okay, all right. Um, um yeah, I'm not going to put it in your pockets. Uh, Lucky, you reach out of my pocket and... Uh, Grab the uh, gentleman's uh, money. Should be two oh, silver I, and, uh, and a couple no copper. Oh my gosh! No, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get. So it's two silver and a copper. Two silver, five copper. I've got two silver, five copper. I don't have any copper. Uh, split a silver in half. I split a silver in half. Now you have five copper remaining. That's fine. Okay. Alright. Uh... Oh, I wanna ask real fast, real fast, if you got a second. Uh so so are, are you closing soon? Yes, the day is done. What do you what do you do with the leftovers? Do you sell them tomorrow or what do you Oh no, throw them in the trash. Oh, um well if you don't mind, I mean I could I could take it take it for you, the leftovers uh, the stuff Only you if you're throw. paying. Uh how many money? Wait, 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 wait. He like covers the mouth. Throw them away. Do you need help carrying them out? You look like you had a long work day. We're laborers. We work for the council. I mean, we'll, we'll, we're totally he down. He looks at you rather suspiciously now that you're <laughs> offering to take out the trash after asking what is done with the food afterwards. He hums at you. <laughs> Roll me a deception check. Sweet. <laughs> a 13. Oh, our, a 13. I mean, 
He goes, No, no, I do believe I can do it myself. Thank you, though. No, 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 you're welcome. Uh, what's your, what time do you open in the morning, by the way? If this is good, uh, like, what's your store hours that we can come by? Oh, we open up when the sun comes up. We get in early. Alright. I'm, I'm gonna be honest here real fast, if you don't mind. There's there's a lot of hungry folk down downstairs, and we're gonna go back down there's there. There's hungry folk all over. Are you paying? It's alright, I mean, Tez. This is, this is the nicer part of town. He's gonna kind of like... Waggle, waggly eyebrows at you. We'll figure out a way to, you know, make stuff happen when we can. I'm not entirely sure what's happening, but I, I mean, I guess. No way. She just got this new coat. It's very, uh. Ooh, Have you tried know. espresso? Might be uh, very well these pastries. Ooh. No, I've not tried the espresso yet. Though I've seen a couple of people come by, and they, uh, they seem to like it a lot. Might give you a little more life. It's pretty popular now. You know, you don't get put out of business by the other place. Something. Oh, nobody makes pastries like me. We'll, we'll see. We might see you in the morning. Thank you very much for your time. Yes. Uh, come again. He goes outside and immediately once he goes outside, he sh like just throws aside the pastries and goes, We're gonna rob him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, he doesn't look very nice. He's just gonna throw it away. I mean, it's not I'm really sorry, do you, do you, do you throw them on the ground? I'm just like... We get the, I, I love, I just love this. The camera shot is gonna be from the perspective of the baker, who is still inside, walk you immediately go outside, and it's just like, the door closes, and through the window, there's just a fulp and splat onto the ground, and he goes, must have not liked my pastries. And then we go to you, and you're leaning in and whispering, we're gonna rob him. <laughs> <laughs> look, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just look at his trashes, alright? And we'll get the pastries ourselves. You know, you gotta go. robbing. I just don't want to touch the trash, because, like, he's just throwing it away. I'll okay, I'll carry it, it I'll food. carry it. It's fine, it's fine. Like, it's all, you know. I've got my hand dirty a few times, it's fine. Just one of them. I'm just gonna go around back and sit and wait. What's the plan here? What's the game plan? Oh, well, you you probably stake out front, and I'll go out back, and you just like um, you know um, make one of your bed noises if uh, you see anybody coming down the uh, alley. You know, one of them. Okay. Or a couple of them. I or make just, many you know, bird noises. Or you could start singing your, uh, your song from the foot uh, or something. I'll sing the song about Lucky. Maybe not one with my name in it, but oh. um. Something like that would be good. Okay, yeah, I'll sing a thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll just hang out. And right, go back there and then, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find which, uh, which alley between these buildings gets back to, hopefully, is a trash pickup. I don't, I don't know where the trash pickup is, so. You have me Googling <laughs> the history of the trash can and all its dirty secrets <laughs> and other medieval trash disposal. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it's like come, somebody comes by with a cart and he just throws it out of the cart. <laughs> that is... I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Oh goodness. Um, yeah, I guess that would be what would happen. Is that in the evening, um, someone would come by with a cart, and all the waste would be put into it, and then it would be taken to an external location uh, to be disposed of. All right. Um, how do I go about this? Could just... ancient cities provide trash collection? <laughs> we could go get a cart 
and be the trash man. I mean, do you have a disguise? I don't have a disguise. But pretty, I mean, pretty sure he knows who we are. I mean, especially with that jacket, he knows who we are now. You can just turn it inside out. <gasps> what if we hire some children? Do, does Elderheart employ children <laughs> for labor? Uh. Well, you were, very, you were very good at talking to the kids, but we can always hire somebody else, too. Uh, I got a couple extra gold. Some, I mean, I'm sure anybody take a job for a couple gold just to go to this guy, collect his trash, and then bring it to us, you know? How far away is, uh, uh, Elsie? Elizabeth? Eliza? Eliza! <laughs> Your one friend in the city. It's your one friend in the city, and you were just talking to her. I was like, LC, what? I love it. I love it. I mean, I'm sure Eliza wouldn't mind making a couple extra bucks. Clearly, she's turning it over pretty quickly. She's probably got a cart. She had. She has carts. Eliza has carts. Oh, yeah, she totally got cart. I mean, she's, she at least has a barrel with some arrows in it, so. Um... You remember yeah. that she used to pull a cart, and Eli used to pull that cart for her as well. Yeah, she still got it. It's been a couple weeks in game for you guys, but you remember, he has a cart. All right, all right, all right. Do you want to go get Eliza? I'll just keep an eye out um, when he's packing up and leaving. Yeah, if you see the trash person, take him out. I'll just pay him off. It's fine. That's how bad that she looks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> This is a great plan. God, the, the night and day between Pez and Lucky <laughs> and everybody else. Just... We are the two stooges. I love it. Everyone helps in their own way. I'm sorry, Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So you want to go get Eliza? I'm not. You want to go get Eliza. Go. So you head back to Eliza's Emporium, and Eliza is closing up shop. Uh, you see her as she is, uh, you know, cleaning some things in the shop, and she watches you come and says, Oh, well, hello there, friend. Where's, uh, well, where's everyone else now? Eliza, we are going to do some cahoots. Do you want to do some cahoots? It'll be really fun. Can we borrow well, you and your hang cart? On. I'm an upstanding citizen of Alderheart now, and a shop oh, owner is, besides. It is for upstanding citizen things. This... This person is real mean. He's not very nice. There's hungry people down there, and he won't share his bread. He's just gonna toss it in the trash. He's just gonna toss it in the trash. He's gonna toss it in the trash. There's people that can eat it and use it, and he's just gonna throw it away. This guy's not very nice. So I figure, I figure. Here's the thing. I know you, and and you're very nice, and you have a cart, and they use carts to pull, take the trash out. And I figure maybe we can just pose as the trash person, and he'll throw your bread, the bread in your cart, and we'll just have the bread then, and then we're gonna give it to the hungry folks down, down there. We're trying to do a good thing. You just won't let us do a good thing very easily. So we gotta do some cahoots about it. This is a very sound plan. It's a very good plan. Did you come up with this? Oh, it was Lucky and I. Lucky's staking out the joint back there. This does have Lucky written all over it. Most cahoots does. Lucky's very good at cahoots. Well, I got my cart around back. Yeah, can we... Do you want to... Should we do it? Was, so we were talking to this guy, both Lucky and I, so he recognizes us, which is why I'm coming to you. Oh, you if, want me to do the cahoot? You want to be in on it? 
No, I'm not. Oh, why? You see, you see her paw like begin to shake a little. Bit. She's like, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can pose as a, a I municipal heroism. trash person. <laughs> Eliza, now see you are the bravest lady that we know. You are so smart. Look at you. You did this whole business by yourself. You have a card. I mean, oh my gosh, you could, oh, we could put on some different outfits for you. We could. My mouth is dry. I'm getting a little bit of that dry mouth there. Y'all got any water? Yes. I got some espresso. Do I have some water? Doing some cahoots. You've got a water bag that you always carry with you because you're an adventuring type. I am an adventuring. Oh, that is right here. Here. Uh, do, you, do you want the water bag or do you want my parents' moonshine bag? Moonshine bag. <laughs> moonshine bag. Give her the moon. <laughs> 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 Ooh, that is some stuff right there. Wow. You ready? Ooh, that is twice now you've given me drinks today that have made me feel pretty good. <laughs> it's the only way to be an adventurer, I think. <laughs> you know, maybe I should have taken up the adventure in life. Okay, I'll get my cart. Meet me around front. I'll be there in a moment. I got to lock up. You, Eliza, you were so sweet. And she scoots out the back, notably taking the uh, the bag of the moonshine with her, and uh, is going to go get the 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 cart. You go out the front. She wheels it around. She locks up the front door as well. She goes, "All right, then. Where are we cahooting?" Oh, it's just it's just right across the street over there at the at the place. So maybe just you know. Oh, Luigi's place. Yeah. We I mean, make some pretty good biscuits. I tell you what. It makes some good biscuits, but that is not a very nice person. Well, you know, just doing business. You just gotta throw it away. That is not good business. If you can't sell it on the morrow, then... You're gonna take it for him for free. Then he was like, I'm gonna charge you money for it. And that's just for something he's gonna throw away. It's not very good business. I don't know much about business, but if it's not worth anything to him, why would you buy it? I think I've heard about this before. It starts with a C. Hmm. Cap. Capital. Oh, that. Mm. All the heart is the capital of the Humblewood. Sometimes people can be real stingy with their stuff. That, that is true. But we're going to do a good thing, Eliza. That's right. That's right. And she takes another big swig of the moonshine. Just, ah, all right, where's Lucky at? Now we flash over to Lucky. Mm-hmm. Lucky, are you waiting behind the shop? Uh, As inconspicuously as possible. Roll me stealth. Sweet. <laughs> a 23. You look... Really inconspicuous. I'm Leaned literally up against a trash the wall, can. Just like posted <laughs> up, checking your nails or something, and no one seems to give a heck. Uh, it's also pretty empty up here. The uh, this market tends to 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 cut like as soon as it goes dark and stuff, people are like going to the inns or taverns or things like that, or going home. Uh, they don't seem to like carouse out here. Um, so. You post up kind of on a wall, and eventually you see a cart come trundling down the way. And, uh, yeah, there's, uh, as they, as they get closer, let's see, who are they? Hmm, they're a 
Yes. Mm, yes. Uh, it seems to be a core of them. Uh, dressed kind of in, in darkish clothes, and they're trundling along, and they seem to be whistling a small tune. And uh, they've got some stuff in this cart already. It seems to be other food refuse from the inns, the taverns, uh, other bakeries. It's base. It's waste. It is a lot of waste. It is just all together in a thing. It's like what's been scraped out of pots. It's it's all of this. Hmm. Hmm. All right. I'm gonna step out up, as he gets close. Oh. Oh, excuse, excuse me, sir. Uh, 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 yes, yes. Uh, how may I help you? I, I, uh, I uh, am. Uh, <clears throat> look, I'm just gonna give you a gold if you'll skip this uh, business right here on the waste pickup. One gold. If Corvum's had eyebrows, they would climb very high <laughs> on his beaked face. A, 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 a gold. A gold. I'll give you two gold. If tomorrow you save any good waste or good leftover food and you take it down to Eliza's Emporium. Eliza's Emporium. She'll know. So Maybe. I'd need two cots. How much is a cot? Uh, a gold piece. I'll give you three gold if you do these two favors <clears throat> with the extra cot. Yes, uh, you can count on me, a kind and gentle sir. Absolutely. And you'll just slide the three gold. Oh, yeah. I should doing business. He's totally not going to do it, is he? <laughs> he has trundled off down the lane. Eliza comes around the corner with her cart. Sees you there. I hear we're doing some cahoots. Doing the cahoots of the good kind. Good cahoots. That's what Pez said. Seems like a pretty good idea. And I just... She takes another big swig of the moonshine. I'm ready. I think I'm Can ready. Can I smell it on Eliza right now? <laughs> Roll me perception. Great. Oh, no. A definitely seven. can't. <laughs> she smells like blueberries. You already been over here today? He had some blueberry tots in there. Well, I sometimes... Drop by in the morning for some eats. So what you're so he saying is he know knows you? Me. Yeah. Hmm. Wait. But all right, all right, all right, all right. we can we can like she puts her hood up over her head and I can I can punch over like this and I can disguise my voice like like this. Oh, hello there. I am the municipal trash person that always comes to take your trash. How about? Let me just. Let How me was just, that? Let me just. Let me just. Can I just? Can I buy your robe and then I'll do it and then you can just chill out and that'll be great. Well, Pear said that he recognized you. You guys were just in there. Uh, oh, I um, some robes. Like you said, clearly. I just don't want you to get in trouble and your store get in trouble and then you get in trouble and then you get out of town. You know. You're doing so okay. good, you know. I mean, that's pretty. I, nobody's gonna get kicked out of town. That's a lot. Oh, open. Oh, <laughs> okay, fine. And you can have my cloak then. And she gives you her her nice, you know, brown cloak. Ooh, but you know, if you what you can do is if he starts looking suspicious, like throw some rocks or something down the alley or something, as if or like go. Oh God, there's a 
something, I don't know, like a fire or something. Rocks. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you telling me to set a fire? No, just make people think you did. Pink, I set a... F Pez, you understand what we have to do then, yeah? We're we got distracted. We're yeah. setting a fire. <laughs> We're not setting a fire. <laughs> sounded like you said I should make people think I'm setting a fire, and I don't yes. know how else to do that other than setting a fire. There's no fire, just, you know, you can shout fire, or you can sing fire. It does seem fire. like a really questionable decision up here in the top of a tree setting a fire. There's a lot of wood around. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe not a real fire. Ow. You, I, I maybe I wish we had other friends in town. All right, let me get this robe. All right. And I'm just going to put the robe on. So are you attempting to disguise yourself? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no disguise right. kit, by the way. You don't have a disguise kit. Not actually a rogue, by the way. <laughs> Lucky is a ranger, a by ranger. the way. <laughs> just, just so we're clear that we're like... It's not a stereotype, okay? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, um, okay, yeah. No, this this is fine. This is perfect. This is perfect. So Eliza and Pez, where do you guys go? So we're, we were set to distract the baker guy if he got suspicious. Yes. That's what's what going do you, on. Where, okay. do you, where do you go? What do you do? What's the plan? Are you just going to stand there in the alley, or...? I mean, maybe the alley's a good spot. Should we just hang out here, Lucky? We just hang out here, and then if we hear any trouble, we'll just come barreling out like, Uh, you jipped me, Eliza. You've made me pay too much. Oh, yeah, I, and I, I can be like, well, that's just what a business person would do to try and turn a, 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 a pretty penny. And then, oh, and then you bring Baker Guy into it like, Baker Guy, what would you do in this situation? You come over here, Baker Guy. Yeah. Sounds convincing. His name's enough. Luigi, by the way. Luigi, Baker. We can yeah. call him Baker Guy. Mr. Luigi. Call him Baker Guy. Yeah, we're ready. We're ready. Just be loud. That's the that's the point. Be very loud. Maybe bang some uh something against some other stuff. I I'm not. I'm not. Oh, so God. Pez and Eliza go hide around a corner somewhere, maybe behind some boxes or something in this alleyway. Uh, roll me some stealth, Pez. Okay. That's a seven. Yeah. That is a seven. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. That's for both you and Eliza. I'm not rolling for Eliza. So, um, Lucky, they're hidden. Time for you to get to Kahootin. <clears throat> uh, right, right, right. So Lucky's going to, like, get the cot and, like, put on a little bit of a limp. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> uh... Knock on the back door. Yep. Ah, good. You finally arrived. And he comes out and he opens the door and he looks around. The cart is mighty empty today. And he starts, like, basically bucketfuls of just, like, breads and pastries and muffins and biscuits to start, like, fumph, fumph, fumph. Got three bucketfuls today. And then he looks around. Oh, you're not the core of them, lad. Uh, yes, sir. My name is Corey, and... Well, small to be toting that cart around. Yeah, sometimes you just put on some muscles every now and again for the right job. Corey stubbed his toe the other day. is out today, but he'll be back tomorrow, probably. 
Hmm. <clears throat> it's a good a paying job, of... you know. I can't be a fine baker like you. Roll me deception. <laughs> <laughs> it's been ten minutes since I since we were in the bakery the first time. Thirteen. Right? <laughs> it has absolutely been ten minutes since you were in the bakery the yeah. first time. Yes, that is a thirteen. Jiminy Christmas. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to do my best, Eli. I'm going to say he's as smart as a Mopoc bandit. Let's see what that looks like. Hmm, yes. Hmm, yes. Um, was there no trash at any of the other? Well, I, I'm... Okay, you call my not very strong. I have to take multiple trips. But that's okay, because a good solid uh, couple of silver they pay me for this can take care of the pain that my limp leg causes me sometimes. <laughs> Eliza, do you think we should get out there? I think this is going real poorly. We need to help her him out. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Oh my god. Eliza! You gypped me, and lucky, you didn't lucky, pay me! Lucky shuffles and, up. <laughs> I, I am not very good at counting. Okay, I... And I, you I, owe me more gold pieces, or I'm going to set the alley on fire. Am I doing this right? You're going to set... Oh, that is an innocent alley. Oh, my... She's a... She's a... Oh, okay. Wait, I will get you the money. I will get you the money tomorrow. I, I that's have, uh, that's right, or I'm gonna send them knee breakers after you, and they're gonna come collect. How far away is Lucky? Did Lucky get away? It's, it's so to, Luigi's yeah. like out, like looking down the alley now, and Lucky's just <laughs> down the alleyway, and he turns and looks the other way. What is going on here, Eliza? Yes, Luigi. Eliza, are you all right? Oh, just having an altercation in the evening in this wonderful alleyway. We'll uh get out of your hair now. I'm sorry, I'm a hooligan. Sorry for bothering you. They'll pay up. They're good for it. And go, pants, go. Just get, get, go, go, go. Well, all right then. I'll uh, see you in the morning, Eliza. Yeah, of course, Luigi. I, you, if you can make me one of them blueberry muffins, that'd be right wonderful. Thank you. And she disappears around the corner, and we get the shot of Luigi. This place is going crazy. Steps back in and shuts the door. And uh, lucky you have a cart full of pastries. He's wheeling it back to Eliza's. <laughs> I'll <laughs> be like bits falling off. And eventually, like you're doing that, and like they catch up with you, and you're all together now. Oh, that was so many cahoots! Look at that, we did it. We got away with it. We got a trundle full of. Look at all of these sweets. Oh my oh, gosh, there's so many. So many. Oh, maybe we should steal more things. This is so. He would, have, he would have charged us an arm and a leg for this. This is this is a lot of goods. Well, now he wouldn't have charged you an arm and a leg. It would have been a you know gold coin or five, but. But he was just gonna trash him. Otherwise, you get you get. We're staying here, right? There's a lot of hungry uh, bellies down there. Uh, well, I rightly haven't been down below here since y'all left. Do you wanna come? You wanna come with us? They they can see the lady who has helped us with this great bounty. They'll oh, appreciate. Maybe you make say? some sales. Maybe you'll make new customers. Sure. 
Sure, yeah. Also, yeah, there you know, might be somebody I, I, come tomorrow coming with more pastries. I, I don't know, maybe. So, uh, this more, could... More of a... To my... Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you can keep with... Uh, we'll figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, let's let's go. So, what floor of Alderheart do you guys go to to give away these pastries? I I imagine we go back to the inn because that's where I believed that uh, Eli and Dagonet would have been. So you go to the half full, <coughs> the half full cup. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So you head back to the half <coughs> half full cup, occasionally getting some looks about trundling along with this kind mostly full cart of pastries. Um, yeah. And out front, you see Dagonet probably sleeping at this point because it is nighttime. Dagonet, are you still out front? Oh, yes. He fell asleep. Dagonet is posted up out front, leaned up, and he's got, like, the, the like, paper is, like, on his chest where it fell, and he's snoring, and, and you guys trundle up with a bunch of pastries. <clears throat> Dagonet. Sorry, I was just uh, resting my eyes a moment. Where have you been? Yeah, why aren't you in the room sleeping? Did you buy all that? What do you want us? Arguably, yeah. we've spent something on it. What, uh, what, what are you, uh... Well, I was waiting for you and, uh, Eli. Well, you like that? I, uh, I, uh, rented, well, uh, lent out my, uh, room. How many rooms did we have before? Oh, I, I only uh, filled the one that uh, Eli and I uh, had, uh, but I didn't uh, put uh, anyone in uh, your rooms. I think I was in your room. Uh, well, Pez's room is empty. Yeah, my parents don't live that far away. It's <gasps> a quick jaunt. We can always just crash with them, right? No problem. Well, then we can uh, fill up the other room. Then. Yeah. Uh, who did you give it away to, though? Uh, some uh, families uh, down in uh, the other markets. Because, uh, well, I don't know where Eli is, but, uh, we came back and, uh, the, the council is paying for the room, but, uh, they have been empty this whole time. We've been holding this room for weeks. Yeah. But, uh, well, that's why, uh, he, uh, stormed out. I haven't been able to, uh, to find him. He hasn't, uh, uh, been, uh, been back, uh, but, uh, uh, I at least went and found people for, for the rooms, uh, you know, they might have as well be used, I, I don't... Did you know that most of those people uh, up there don't actually even know what's going on down here very much? A lot of people have been implying they just, oh, I don't ever go down there. No uh, offense, same, Eliza, but... Same with, uh, the innkeeper uh, here as, uh, as well. Uh, they, they don't know what is uh, going on at all. That's so close. That's great. I mean, do they not leave all their... I don't know. I don't know how anything works. We got some pastries. What uh, are you going to uh, do with those? Yeah? Uh, oh. I mean, we were going to get a nice cobbler for Eli. Uh, and then we found out the uh, the guy, the baker who runs this bakery, just throws out all of these every night. But like, just throwing it out, just gone. And then I saw the guy who collects trash normally, and there was a big, huge pile of just food that people have been throwing out, so I, I paid him to, to bring the rest of the food to, to Eliza, so hopefully we can... I guess... I mean, I was gonna give it to Eli, frankly, because he's the one who's, like, the people person. Uh, but, uh... I don't, uh... I don't know where to take it now. I don't wanna give it to the end. He's probably gonna sell it. 
especially no, since he didn't want to. Uh, don't take it. Uh, you, uh, probably a uh, uh, level below. Uh, I don't know where. Again, Eli had not been back, but uh, let me grab a few of uh, those uh, those things. I'll take them up to uh, to the kids up to upstairs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be fine. You want to come with us uh, down below? To help uh, find somebody to give these out or something? Yeah, might as uh, might as well. It'd be it'd be fun. I mean, I gotta figure out where to sleep anyways. So and we can also uh, fill up the other the room too. Hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, so Diana will grab some tasty looking little treats and maybe mm -hmm. some bread for the mums and then take them upstairs. Yeah. And you do so and they're they're excited and grateful and the kids are very excited about having the sweets. <laughs> they're trying to tell bed. them They're trying to tell them, No, no, it's for tomorrow for breakfast. This can wait. You need to go back to sleep, please. Oh god. <laughs> and panic ensues as you leave that mess behind and go help your friends uh, distribute some of these these tasty goods. Um, where do you go to try and do this? We're just going down a level. I'm sure we'll find people. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So the the half full cup is already in the trunk market. Mm -hmm. um, so the bright hollows and then the bright hollows and then the underfall are below you. Um, the hollows is where Eli had his his thing, and then Underfall is where you guys walked in at and noted that there are tons of refugee. Nah, I think we'll go to. I, I mean, we can work our way down, but we saw those refugees coming in, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how far this is gonna go. Probably not too terribly far. So, I mean, walking past a bunch of people with a, a cart full of food probably doesn't that would be difficult so maybe just uh just the offer yeah just uh, what if we uh oh maybe we'll just push Pez, the Pez, down you wanna, the road run upstairs and see if you can get your blanket maybe we can cover them up a little bit so people just don't immediately see them and try to like oh take them? i don't know yeah we could do that uh, uh, get, grab a, do i have my what cloak was i wearing probably the nicer one i'm gonna grab the other cloak and just put it over them brown does it cover uh, mostly yeah mostly, mostly. all right uh we'll head down i'm sure we'll find somewhere people will be just keep an eye out for eli he was so angry at eliza yet he was just so, going to take a nap <laughs> so <clears throat> it's late now i've had this music on for way too long because it is night <laughs> Now it is night, and it has been for quite some time since you were waiting on the trash guy to come by and pick up the refuse of this place. Um, the hollow market is pretty much empty. Uh, the underfall would be if there was enough place for people to stay. Um, there's still a lot of people that are out just sleeping in the streets, uh, or you know, lean twos or makeshift homes that they can make out of whatever scraps of the things that they can find um it looks like some uh have gone out into the woods and have started like trying to construct shelters and homes and things with their days that they're apparently the city is not helping them enough here so they've started going to do it themselves and like there's like a it's a very like ramshackle town that is being put together right now um but there are people most of them are either sleeping or 
trying to sleep at this point. Um, but do you want to start offering food? Maybe we can just put them down next to them, and then when they wake up, they're just like, oh, wow. Yeah, we gotta be really quiet, because I don't mean, you know, it's a hard sleep out here on the streets. Been there, you know? Yeah, yeah. we'll wake them up. That seems rude, waking people up. Um, I mean, some are still awake. They're just, like, leaned up against walls and things like that, or up against the roots of the tree, and, and just, you know, they're trying to sleep, trying to forget about their condition right now. Um, uh, Lucky's gonna find one of the ones that's awake, or seemingly awake. Yeah. Pull one of the pastries out, tuck it in under Eliza's cloak, because he's still wearing. And go down to be, like, right in front of him. And, like, pull the little pastry out. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a young man, a young Mopak man. Thank you. Welcome. Have a good night. No, it's a... Oh, there's um there's a family down the way. Make sure they get one. Sure, what kind of family? Mopak like you. Yeah. Right. Thank you. He nods and he like kind of secretively nibbles on you know, on the bread, trying to hide it from people. And you kind of make your way and you do this thing. Sometimes you leave them with sleeping people and sometimes you wake them to give them the food. And eventually, after a couple hours, all of it's gone. And this one little section of the underfall has had a little bit of extra food today. And we got really distracted on this day today. Oh, Our no. first day back in Alderheart. And somewhere in a cell is General Benesaradin waiting for her trial. Which I guess will have to be on the next episode. So we're gonna do that. Woo! 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 woo. We did it. That's episode eleven of Diefall Alderheart. We're gonna wrap it up here um, because we have to. <laughs> but it's been a good show, and this was good. And I'm glad we got to to role play a lot of the the coming home. Right? This is a homecoming for you guys. It's been, gosh, like you know, fourteen or so days since you've been in the city, and there was stuff to do. Um, thanks for being here, everyone. I appreciate it. Let's do some shout-outs. Let's go around the room and, uh, and, and let the people know where they can find you. Malava, where can the people find you at? Hi, I'm Malava. I stream on Twitch three days a week. I do a lot of drawing stuff. I'm doing a lot of D&D characters right now, commissions and emotes and other things. Just a bunch of drawing all the time. I'm also pretty active on Twitter, and I post buff orc ladies there. Honestly, if I don't get comic strip of buff orc lady i, I might to. i'm i'd i'd die i want to do it anyways <clears throat> thanks for playing tonight malaveth and i'll so we'll thanks. talk about that later <clears throat> rob where can the people find you at well hello i'm rob and if i had a kink it'd be buff orc ladies uh you can find me on various parts of the internet doing various cahoots which is like my new favorite thing Thank you, Malaveth. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm bonus day drop on all the things. Uh, you can find me here on Thursdays uh, playing Eli. You can find me on twitch.tv slash game nights. That is game with two G's like GG. 
uh, and K like uh, in nights like the uh, the dude with the sword. So that's twitch.tv slash game nights uh, where I play Travis the crooked in a monster of the week campaign. And that is this Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's every other Sunday. And today is or this week is Sunday Prime. Yes. Uh, and then on Wednesdays at. Oh, golly. Uh, it is 9 p.m. Eastern, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, it ends at midnight. Uh, I play Tog Ironpick, a dwarf gentleman, but also barbarian. Uh, and that's very fun. It's a Minds of Fandelver campaign over at the Monty Hall. That is twitch.tv slash the Monty Hall. H A U L. Uh, and twitch.tv slash bonus underscore stage underscore Rob eventually. So yeah, can't wait. Me. Can't wait to see that last one, but oh boy, awesome. me too, Dad. Thanks for playing tonight, man. The Lady May. Where can people find you at? Uh, well, mostly they can find me here doing the doing the Dagonets, and then uh, you can find me Lady May. That's M E A on uh, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter, where I mostly uh, post cat pictures and dice. And, you know, the occasional painting, if I ever actually get back on that. Excellent. Thank you very much, May. And last and certainly not least, Miss Simply Jackson. Where can the people find you at? You can find me on the internet, usually around 3 a.m. when I have my existential crises. No, um, I... (laughs) That's why I'm so tight today. Damn! (laughs) Any truers? (laughs) So hi, I'm Simply Jackson. I play, I'm playing Ori in the uh, Will of the Wisp right now. If you want to catch me, we'll be playing some more tomorrow evening and Saturday evening. No promise time because I work three jobs. Um, so yeah, I uh, that's it. Our Twitter where I shit post all day and some political posts and some avoidant of certain viruses. Folks, please, please don't. Please wash your hands, chat. Please wash your hands. Please wash your hands. You filthy animals. God, wash your hands. Thank you, Simply. I appreciate that. And <clears throat> before signing off and I say wash your hands one more time, I, you know what I've noticed out of all of this stuff is that I fucking love touching my face and I can't yeah. stop doing it yeah. and I'm going to end up sick with something. Anyways, thanks yeah. for being here tonight, guys. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for episode 13. 12. 12. 12. Jesus, I'm, I'm jumping in. And maybe we'll actually get to that trial. Maybe. But until then.